Hey, uh, well, first of all, I like to say, and I ASP gonna find me, because I want to be a part of this fucking dumb wannabe tennis tour. You know, I think they got their his testicles so far out their mouths that this is bullshit, you know? I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm just thinking about having won the world title and, and hopefully trying to win another one someday. You just drop in, just smack the lip, pull back, drop down, say, bah! Well, I'll tell you, Stu, I did battle some humongous waves. Oh, that's the table thing? Oh, surf looks good on it. Not bad. Ain't that swell with Jed and Vaughn. Oh, those guys are back! Get a haircut. Yes, shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies. Welcome to Ain't That Swell, the radio show dedicated to cutting fucking sick. I'm your host, the two-time Gold Cone Peace Award winning surf journalist. Scum Valley's finest himself, the punch drunk Pikey, the Sultan of Psilocybin, the Maestro of Micro Dosing. And I'm joined here, as always, by my loyal co host and friend, frontman of the Goons of Doom, former editor of Surfing World magazine, Attracts magazine, Waves magazine, Vaughn Rinstcorn. Deadly. G'day, Smithy. Mate, I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel the buzz, Smith. Here we go, mate. WSL Rip Curl Finals. Here they come, a tap, tap, tapping on my chamber door. I'm ready to go, bro. It edges closer day by day and the nerves continue to rise, Vaughn. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's going to be quite the spectacle. I'm just getting psyched because the Morg Borg, it's time. It's time for Australia to get in behind. Mm. Uh, Morg Borg, our Sal. And Femgo. Three or three chances, Smithy. I'm just imploring the sports-loving, best sporting fanatics in the world to get in behind our morgues, our sow, our Femgo. Well said. And the good news is, Smithy, we've got him. We've got morgues. Ladies and gentlemen, you're Australian. World title hopeful. Can morgues. Vaughn. Morgie. <laughs> yeah, Vaughn. <laughs> How doing, are you, brother? Mate, I'm doing great, Morgs. I'm doing great, brother. You know why? Why? Because you're five heats away from a world title, you little mad dog. <laughs> How good, eh? Mate, I know you haven't been home since Mexico, so do you know what's going on back here? Have you have you seen anything like on the Instagram or social media or anything about just how fucking Pumped everyone is, bro. Yeah. Oh, how what? They're building statues of Morg Dog in the street, mate. Gladys has called a oh, six-month yeah, no-work policy. No one's allowed to do anything. You just Everyone's tapping into the Morgs vibes, getting ready for the big WSL finals day. Oh, shit, dude. I've been fucking off the grid up in the mountains. I must have missed it all. Fuck, it sounds mental, but... No, nah, mate. Everyone in the whole states, uh, whole country, we're all wearing Morg Borg t-shirts around... Uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 pandemonium here, mate. Everyone can't believe that the little blue collar battler who was pulling beers at the Prince is five heats away from the world title, bro. <laughs> yeah, how good that! But then fun ride, mate. You've you've absolutely. I mean, I know you've exceeded uh, a lot of expectations. Probably f- none more so than your own. Like when you look back on the year, can. Can you actually fucking believe what you've accomplished, man? Nah, no way, hey. It's been fuck, it's been really wild, hey. Such a roller coaster with everything that's just how it's unfolded and like first event, 
got Gabby at fucking pipe and that guy's pretty much unbeatable out there. So that was like, I was just thinking I was going to be a long road ahead of getting these guys every heat and then hurt my toe at New Year and, and like just bruised my foot real bad and didn't even know if I could surf. And then, yeah, all of a sudden started making some heats and I think it was partly because of my foot. So it was just like, um, took away just the aspect of me wigging on who I've got in my heats more and just focusing on what I've got to do in my heat to try to get through. And yeah, so it's been a crazy roller coaster and I'll take it. <laughs> at what point, mate, did you start fully backing yourself? Like, at what, I mean, I know you were, you were going in with kind of nothing to lose and, and ready to throw it all at it. Um, I know that off season was really, really long, which, which probably worked in your favour in terms of just like gaining the strength and the belief to, to match it with those big dogs. But when you when you nailed John John two two comps in a row, what was that doing in your head? Oh, it definitely made me like back myself a lot more for sure, and just trust the process that I've been taking in all of my heats, which is just surfing a good solid heat. And um, me and Bottle have been like just doing a bunch of training outside around the events and stuff like that, and basically. Our motto was you don't win heats in free surfs and I, I, I was having a lot of shock of free surfs and those, a bunch of those guys maybe were smoking me in the free surfs but then when it comes down to all the pressure and the heat, I just ha- had a good strong head on my shoulders and um, yeah, just surfed some solid heats and that's all that mattered in, in the end and I, yeah, I guess like trusting that process just obviously built my confidence so much and yeah now i've got like the confidence that i can beat anyone so i'm stoked Mm. but what about when you you were coming in i I need to know man like coming in after destroying john john twice because you know he was coming out to get you at narrabeen like and you knew that he was going fuck this grommet i'm just going to put him in his place and you just fucking cooked him mate. yeah i don't know that was a fucking wild one i was uh Oh, no, the first one definitely felt better, I think, just because it was that new <laughs> And coming in, just everybody was just so ecstatic and screaming and yelling. And I, I honestly felt like I just won the comp when I, like, won that made through that heat because it felt like a like a huge mountain to climb over. It was, yeah, it seemed impossible at the time when I was going out for it. And then um, getting, getting that win was crazy. And then at Narrabeen... I felt like it's just a solid heat and I was actually feeling quite confident going into that just because um, it's a little left-handed and I don't know why. I grew up on two right point breaks and <laughs> I can go left for some reason and it's kind of my strength and, yeah, I just I had a lot of confidence going into that heat just because I knew I was a little left. I've, I've always done well in comps on my back end. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mate. Well, uh, you put it together and, and the results just kept coming. Um, I think, you know, looking back on your year, the takeaway for me is two things. Like you just, you just never looked like you were under pressure. It didn't look like you felt pressure at all. Uh, in fact, you look like a guy who was paddling out, you know, uh, really looking forward to surfing your heats. Um, that didn't matter who you were up against. And the second thing was, mate, you just fucking hit the lips so hard. Like you come out and it's just all or nothing. Is that something that like you've had to like rope, like, is that something new to your surfing or is that how it's always been for you when you're surfing heats? I feel, um, I feel like it's been like that for the past 
since I qualified, the year I qualified, I was doing that, I feel like. Uh, definitely as a junior, I think that's something that I've struggled with. Always um, used to just want to like not fall off and that kind of stuff. And I definitely blew a couple heats with that. And then as I kind of grew older, and uh, I just kind of um, worked on some breathing techniques and trying to keep my mind um, fully in. not rushing through things. Yeah, just, just trying to keep it simple in my heats and once I kind of unlocked that, I could kind of just do the surfing that I wanted to do in my free surf and go for it. And um, I could, yeah, I'm not going 100%, but I'm just, yeah, I'm, I am giving it my all, you know, on every section. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely in the next, in this off season, I want to work on getting a bit technical and all that kind of stuff. But at this stage, hitting the lip hard's working, so I'm going to keep running with it. Oh, keep hitting it, mate. Never change. Never change. It's a, it's a return to the glory days of Australian power surfing and everyone's loving it. Like, everyone's on board, man. Yeah, uh, maybe not the naysayers. I mean, you definitely have a few critics who are probably uh, not Australian critics. Obviously, all Aussies just absolutely love you to death. But there's been, like, you know, some um, just naysayers coming from other quarters saying that you didn't deserve to be there, especially as it started to look more likely that you would be. Was that ever sort of used by you as motivation or or was it just something you just brushed off? Yeah, no, nah, I fucking love that shit, dude. <laughs> I was just like... Uh, Come at me! Come at me! Fucking like, <laughs> read all the YouTube comments and be like, yeah, fucking get this up, you bros. Hope you get the lot, you mat. I get back on protection, you mat. I just love it, you know, like, and even if it's like... Even even if it's super negative, it's always it's barely your best critics because sometimes your best mates are just gonna fucking say, "Oh, that was sick, that was sick," when it really wasn't. But these guys tell you how it is, and I love that because gives you something to work on in your surfing. And sometimes they are wrong, but yeah, I, I feel like I always like taking what they say, even if it's like brutal. Oh, um, it, mate. Yeah, before I, I qualified. The stab put up a video or whatever and I got fucking written off on that thing but uh, I know I feel like after that I kind of got better at surfing because I was just listening to what the people were saying <laughs> yeah no no mate that's that's the way to use it like uh, you, there's only two ways to go you either let it become head noise or you just completely incinerate those people with performance which you've done no nah, it's, it's the best it's the best feeling ever when you keep making heat after you all that shit and you just like fuck get that up here yeah mate well uh, I reckon uh, don't be scared to drop a few of those as you work your way through the draw on finals day <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully that's mate, the plan well you sound really chill what, what have you been doing up there in the mountains with Bottle have you guys been meditating getting the prayer bowls out yeah we've been getting the fucking prayer bowls out and singing some rhymes and meditating <laughs> nah we've just been having fun I've been surfing so much. Um, I stayed over here since the wave pool, so I've been over here for nearly three months now. And yeah, I just been surfing my absolute brains out. I was super fortunate to be able to stay with the Colapintos for a, like a bunch of that time. I actually stayed with Griffin's parents. He mm-hmm. was in Peru when I first got here, and I surfed my brains out then. And that was just such a sick time and cool to like learn off Griff. And he's like, I honestly think if he was in the finals. Um, fuck, like, the surfing he was doing was next level out there. So, yeah, that that was kind of something 
cool for me to see and to learn off and and yeah that was mental and then when bottle came in after max we just decided we needed to switch off and went up into the mountains uh um, mammoth and we Mm. wanted to go to yosemite but it was all you have to book because of covid yeah. Um, but yeah, we just went up there and went exploring and, and just kind of reset, got away from the ocean. Yeah. Lots of like nude walks, ice baths, just yeah. uh, sitting in little prayer you know, circles. Just standing nude on the, like pissing off the top of a mountain, there's no better feeling. No, so you're pissing off yeah, top of the mountain shit. now, Morgs, you're almost there, mate. Um, <laughs> mate what, what about like, you know, you do sound chill, you sound really relaxed. Is, is, you know, how focused are you on that WSL finals day right now? Is it something that's sort of like absorbing a lot of your sleeping time? Are you able to just get out of your head? Like, what's what what are you, what's your preparation been like? And how is Bottle sort of, uh, you know, leading you into that day so that you don't peak too early and that you're just on when you get there? I think definitely going up into the Mammoth was like a huge part of it. Just because I have been surfing so much, I didn't want to drain myself. Um just had a little reset and then now you come back and you just froth in a surf anything. So when the surf's one foot, you're still keen to get out there and grovel. And um, So that was kind of part of that plan. And then also just been, uh, we've been going to the park and doing a couple little drills out there and then getting in the gym a little bit and then just kind of working on stuff to do it out at lowers just because it is a pretty mechanical wave and, kind of visualising the lines I need to take and um, kind of how I'm going to approach uh, surfing against um, each person, which is something that we're going to look at. We haven't really looked at that. Oh, I haven't, haven't looked at it yet. I've got some advice for you. Here's, here we go. I'll just walk you through the five heats that you've got to surf to get the, the uh, world title. Uh, Connor Coffin, first of all. Hey. Just fucking annihilate him, mate. Hey. Felipe, same deal. Hey. Fucking wipe the floor with him, mate. Hey. Italo, rip his head off, mate. Hey. And then uh, Gabby, who who you haven't really had a, a whole lot of success against yet. May I suggest you... Get back on protection, you mate. I think I got that. Sounds straightforward. Keep it simple. That's how I roll, you know. Exactly, mate. We'll tell Boss <laughs> um, to give me a call. I just got to play you Gabby's head off twice in a row. Yeah, so you haven't formed your plan for these guys yet, but... The, the thing I guess that uh, we love about you and this, that hasn't really been talked about a lot is just how intelligent and well put together your heats are. Like it's not just about going out there and attacking it, even though we do love you for that. There's a full strategy that you've been able to employ that I think a lot of people didn't expect from out in a rookie year. Yeah, that's something, uh, as I said before, I worked on my breathing and stuff and it's something that when I tapped into that sounds a bit weird but yeah, I just became so focused and I could I was enabled to sit there for 20 minutes and catch a wave and it might be boring to watch but it's pretty easy to make heats when you're getting the two best waves of the whole heat and just putting them together nicely and like I said before you don't win heats in free surf and as long as you're surfing a smart heat and getting the two best waves in 30 minutes and you're going to be making it through every time and, um, yeah, that's just been my game plan the whole year and it's been paying off and I guess not many people kind of see that from rookies, which I guess is a bit of a surprise and I love being the underdog, which I feel like that helped a lot as well. People underestimated me because I was just a nobody coming out of nowhere and, yeah, was, yeah, nobody knew what I was capable of and 
I guess now they do. So, well, <laughs> hello. You're famous now, mate. You're famous. You're in the world title race. You did the job. You got it done. And uh, the Swellians, the Swelliettes, they're riding you like little baby monkeys on a frothing little piglet. The supreme underdog battler who was pulling beers at the Prince to fund his QS campaign. He's now the great hope. The pressure morgues. Fuck it off, mate. You got this, brother. We, we're with you all the way. Up the Swellians, up the morgues. Can morgues. Up the fucking Swellians. Yeah, Let's brother. Go. Here we go, mate. Bring it home. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, in all seriousness, congratulations on just a magic year, man. Uh, you know, when we were making postcards from morgues, I, I knew – then that uh, you were going to do something special this year. I was telling everyone, I was like, mate, this guy's so fucking hard. You wait, you watch. And it wasn't the only one saying it, you know. Yeah, all, right. all your mates from um, all your mates from Newey knew, knew what you were capable of. All your mates from Angowrie and Yamber and that region. Uh, but right now, mate, it's not just those two cities and those surf regions. It's everyone in the whole country. And I would say every battler or, you know, kid who wants the dream from anywhere around the world is going to be flying the Morgs flag at uh, the Rip Curl WSL finals, mate. So you got more than uh, you got more than your mates with you. You've got uh, an entire tribe, and the Swillians are leading the pack, brother. So best of luck on the day. Yeah, cheers, Swillians. Yeah, it's fuck. It's good to see some Aussies um, back up here. We, we didn't have like an amazing year, but it's been pretty cool. I hung out with Jack a bunch over here as well, and Robbo's fuck. He's been surfing so good. So I was sick to see him get the win and. He's been ripping as well, and fuck, I tell you what, we got a bunch of people coming up in the QE, so That's I'm, I'm going to be stoked to see what, what comes out um, on, onto the tour next year. Yeah, you're right. A lot of your mates are, are, are close to getting through. Liam O'Brien, Jacko's looking good. I think that, um, yeah, I think you've put a fire up everyone, mate, and it's perfect timing because uh, with the changing of the guard and, you know, uh, we had Mick and Joel and that whole era disappear and then... You know, Julian's uh, retired, Mikey's gone. There's there's a giant gaping hole for uh, the next generation of Aussie surfers to, to make their stamp, and I think that you've shown them that it's possible, mate. So just get there, Morgs. Just win those five heats, mates. We'll hire an island. We won't even come back to Australia, and we'll just party for a year. You don't even have to worry about defending your world title. We'll just take you. Like I'll fucking drop the mic and retire right then and there, <laughs> eh? Oh, good on you, mate. All right, well, uh, we'll be talking to you again, hopefully beforehand, but uh, definitely after. Have a great one. Yeah, sounds good. Cheers, Vorno. See you, Morgs. On you, brother. Finger buns are just sitting in a room. They're sweet and sticky and absolutely delicious. Finger buns, finger buns, feed your face in your finger buns. Chopes canned Vaughn. I mean, we touched on it briefly, but I think it needs more attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero waves of truth on tour this year. I mean, pipeline, I guess, occurred, but that was uh, that was at the end of last year, wasn't it? It was. Was that uh, the start of this year? Was that February? I can't even. Remember. I think it might have been in the February oh, window. Yeah, oh. no, no, it was this well, year. I guess it might as well have been last year, Smithy. Yeah, feels like eons ago. Uh, I mean, maybe the first time since I want to say '94, we've had a. Uh, a world tour with this few amount of tubes successfully written. I mean, mm. it's been a fucking dry spell for the world's best. They must, the pineal glands, they're, they're shriveled up. They look terrible. Mm. Yeah, just, just withered see... little biltong mm. sacks, aren't they? They're like a, and I mean, you a can... petrified seed bag, if mm. you will. Do you think they even uh, remember the last time they got pitted? I mean, 
you can kind of see it written all over their faces, the world tour elite. They're getting around with this kind of lackluster, foggy energy, just clear, clear signs of uh, tube addiction withdrawal. Mm. Big time. And I just wonder if uh, there's a little bit of a... Uh, what would you call it, Smith? Like a little bit of a, a realisation settling in for, for the people who would expect to do well in those sorts of years. Mm. Your, your Felipe Toledos, for example. Like, is, is he looking back on this year going, what have I done? Mm. I mean, it's a year without truth. I should be fucking number one in the world by a country <laughs> mile right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, may we laugh at that little brazo coward voice. <laughs> oh, uh, here's the thing, Smithy. <laughs> There's been a few people. There actually has been a few people putting it out there. Uh, you always hear this word get thrown onto world title years that for some reason just don't stand up in the eyes of the fans. Asterix. As- <laughs> asterix. CJ Hobgood, proud recipient asterix. of an asterix. An asterix. He's still carrying it around to this day. It just hovers over his shoulder, Vaughn. I mean, he's got a chip on one shoulder and an mm. asterix on the other. But here's the thing, Smithy. Uh, most of the world titles won in the 80s were done so in waves without truth. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, and, and it never stopped your, uh, your Tom Carrolls for, from excelling in that sort of surf. You know? Nor did it stop your Martin Potters from holding down uh, you know, a decades-long tenure as a WSL commentator, mm. uh, commentating all kinds of waves of truth. Mm, true. No shame. Well, the I thing, mean, I, I don't know. Nor what, should there be, Vaughn. Nor should there be. Do you, I, I feel like uh, there, there's no asterisks here. I, I don't even think the, the uh, if the WSL Rip Curl Finals falls flat on its face, uh, you know, and, and the worst possible result happens, which would be, uh, <laughs> what would it be? It's, it's like all five surfers on both men's and women's deserve to be there. They've mm. been standout surfers all year long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I can't see how it would fail. The only way it could fail, really, is if Morgs doesn't win. Mm, mm, <laughs> then it's mm. a fucking disgrace. And no one's out there going, hang its head in shame, Smithy. Uh, but it's true. I mean, I, kinda, I can't help but wonder why they didn't send the, send the tour to, to, to Porto Escondido. Or, you know, they were in Mexico. Mm. Um, I, what's that other, that other slabbing beach? You know, you know these, these waves are, are magnets. They're constantly breaking. I mean, uh, easy enough, surely, to set up the infrastructure for a, a quick two, three-day contest at Porto Escondido, especially, you know, with Coco Nogales and a, a few of the other uh, hombres mm. on the scene there. A bit of bakshish, mm. bakshish, you know what I mean, Vaughn? Grease a few palms with the uh, local constabulary. Yeah. Couldn't cost more than a few pesos. I'm sure Eric Logan's carrying it's, that around in the old sky rocket, Vaughn. It's two hours up the coast, isn't it? From Barrow. It's not that far. Like, it's you, you should be able to get, get from one to the other and, and just do a back-to-back CT Blitzkrieg on the place. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't understand why they didn't. Uh, and Coco, I mean, he's a very accommodating host. Last mm. time I was in uh, Porto Escondido, I can't remember the exact year, Coco was down there. He just opened a little sandwich bar and he makes us all a sandwich and then he puts on this video of him just grabbing a giant machine gun and just firing it into the mountains, just going... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> anyway, uh, when he asked us how the sandwiches were, we were like, fucking really good, mate. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I have a similar uh, story, I think, from Dane Reynolds. He was telling me once uh, he was on a trip to Porto, same deal, you know, staying in some shitty, slummy hotel room. Uh, 
And there comes, uh, there comes Coco into the room, uh, sees Dane's quiver there and just says, uh, I'm going to take this one. This one looks good. It's mine. And uh, Dane said, sure. Why not? Just help yourself to whatever, Coco. And, uh, mm. yeah, that was the exchange. I mean... Um, and by the way, man, that sandwich, best sandwich I've ever had, bro. Ever! Ever! <laughs> I've never had a sandwich like it before or since. What do you call that stuff? Jalapenos? <laughs> never had them before. Yeah, well, uh, I think Coco, uh, you know, uh, really fun, classic dude. And mm. we uh, spent a lot of time with him. And, um, yeah, I, don't, I can't see why you, you, you're dead right. Just one wave of truth. Is it too much to ask, Smithy? Oh, man, and you've got to wonder how the likes of, you know, your Conor O'Leary's, the big O, um, you know. Gone. Or gone. Gone. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, how would they have been feeling? The, the run into the, the end of the season looked as though it was going to be uh, Barra and then Chopes uh, to decide that, that cutoff, who's mm. going to get relegated. And then all of a sudden, rug pulled out from under him. There goes their one left slab the wave that uh, they've been looking forward to all year, going through all this quarantine rigmarole. I can only imagine mm. Connor sitting there in the seeing eye lotus position, just mm. chanting. For weeks on end, and then, uh, yeah, just to, to get it pulled away like that must have been so fucking morale-crushing. And then to also get the double the double dagger of getting mm. sacked from the tour. Wow, bitter pill to swallow. Oh, bitter. So bitter. So rough. Purse the old lips. It's bitter in there. And uh, just as an aside to something, I, I, it kind of dawned on me um, watching the, the Mexico comp, like, why aren't we milking the South American continent more for mm. world tour events you know elite tour world tour events i mean fuck we, every contest we've ever had there's been off tap amazing mm. um Arica, chile a little on the the fatalistic side of things mm. but nevertheless a great spectacle for the viewers um i mean fuck the joint is just chock a block with kira-esque uh, you know kind of reverse kira left points and it's got slabs galore. Mm. I mean, haven't we milked the Australian continent and the, the Pacific enough, Vaughn? Yeah. Let's yeah. start milking South America. I'm there, mate. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get down on all fours and uh, wrap my fingers around those little llama teats and just start working them. Zah! Zah! Give me that sweet milk, South America. Yeah, I, I, actually, it's a really good call, Smithy. I, I don't know why we're not spending more time there and utilising more waves, but uh, maybe it's a... Maybe it's one of those things like the whole Lennox situation. Mm. Maybe they're onto it, the South Americans. Maybe they don't want the whistles sniffing around their precious, precious lefts. Has it got something to do with the, with the cold water too? I noticed that uh, someone, one of the swellings brought up a, a good point. Why is there no kind of cold water waves uh, at the elite level uh, up in the you know, far reaches of the Northern Hemisphere, your Scotland, uh, Ireland? Um, oh, man, wouldn't and, and you love to see Same that? at the well, other end of the spectrum down in, uh, you know, Chile's mm. obviously you know, 12, 13 degree water. Peru's pretty cold. Yeah. yeah, I guess we, we've got Bells, which is semi-cold, but I, I'm with you. Like, let's get into uh, Nova Scotia or uh, Alaska mm. or... Canada. Yeah, far north Scotland. Ireland has, like, some pretty heavy setups that mm. could really provide a good platform and it's a, really a whole new, u- a unique experience. I mean, totally. it's sitting there. Mm. There's a lot of waves in the world. We mm. don't have to keep going back to the same 13 spots. In fact, the WSL could do with a real, you know, a real, like, rejig 
Uh, I, I don't know what the politics are on, on, you know, how hard it is to set up a new tour or anything, Smith. Mm. But uh, it does seem like a, a bit of a waste that we, it, it, we, we've got the liberty of not having to do the, uh, the Formula One thing where you just go onto the same racetrack every year. Keep your one or two. Keep, you know, I don't know, pipe, J-Bay, bells if you must. Mm. Because of the uh, history and the, the iconography of it all. Shopes, you gotta, you got to have a moral slab of... truth. We've got to have waves of truth. Waves Let's of not truth. forget that. But I, like, the rest of them, just juggle them up. Three, mm. three or four brand new stops every year should pretty much be mandatory. Totally. No? And now that we've got this uh, this kind of COVID pandemic, it's almost an excuse to, to rejig the tour back into those kind of halcyon uh, G-Land 97, mm. G-Land 95 days when it was this just travelling, tiny little kind of Ma and Pa cottage world tour. Uh, and, and just tell the surfers, yeah, you know, it, it's not going to be the, the, the glitz and glamour, the five-star hotels at the same old mm. joints that you're familiar with. We, we're going to be going to jungle huts and, um, you know, fucking West Africa and... Like it's going to be a bit balls to the wall, yeah. but I guess the the upside of that is you're dealing with these kind of, you know, third world countries, these tin pot dictators. We're a bit of buck shit <laughs> goes a long way. Uh, <laughs> just sitting in a little tin shed out the back of Reykjavik, just uh, waiting for the ice to thaw enough so you can get your car to the Connie site. Hey, <laughs> sounds good to me, Smithy. Sounds real good. Take it on the road. Big, a big travelling bus, uh, you know, kind of... This is actually starting to get me pumped, mate. Merry pranksters, Ken Kesey style, just, you know, this, mm. you know, take the circus on the road for real, Vaughan. Yeah, I'm with you. With you. I mean, deep, 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 deep south, uh, south island New Zealand. Yes. Has to be a few secrets down there. Oh, my word. Mm. Mm. Hey? Mm. Hey. Anyway, Chopes, what were we taking? Chopes? Chopes. Was, it, was that our lead-in on number five? Yeah. Oh. Go on. 2022 World Tour rejig. Hey, uh, well, first of all, I like to say, and the ASP are gonna find me, because I wanna be a part of this fucking dumb wannabe tennis tour. All these pro servers wanna be tennis players and wanna do a halfway cutoff. How the fuck is somebody who's not even competing against our caliber servers ahead of 100 of us on the on the one world ratings? They never been here. They've never fucking made the right to surf against us. But now we're, we're, we're ranked upon them. Come on now. Bullshit. That's why I ain't going to these stupid contests no more. It's the last one because FTW, my sponsor's here. And I always tell like it is. It's my last one. And I don't like tennis. I don't like the tilt tour. Too many surfers. Oh, I want to sound a dog play the other day. Because I'm fuck. Yes, Bobby Martinez's nightmare comes to fruition. The tennis tour. It is upon us, Vaughn. But uh, I'm going to say I kind of like the look of it. I love the look of it. I've been a big fan of this entire rejig. I don't think that there's any issue for me having a halfway cutoff. It just makes the the makes everyone come out and give it everything right from the word go. Mm. I mean, there's no building into your year. Come out and crack it. Crack it with conviction. Crack it like you want it. Let's break down exactly what it looks like. Uh, this is from Stab Magazine. The most significant changes regard the reinstatement of the mid-season cutoff, mm-hmm. where 36 men and 18 women fields are reduced to 24 men and 12 women fields at the end of the first five events in May. Uh, the reasoning behind the midway cutoff is to ensure events can run within the most optimal swell cycles at locations like G-Land and J-Bay. Oh, sounds all right to me, Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Three-day swell windows. G-Land, JB, wow, wow, wow. Uh, and to enable the stars of the sport to meet head-to-head more frequently. Uh, 
Yes, yes, good, good, very good. I'm liking it, Wazzle. We've been Tick. saying we've been saying this for a long time. Don't fucking mention ticks around me. I told you. We've <laughs> been saying this for a long time. Uh, raise the stakes, get the big dogs going at each other more and more, more beef, more angst, more blood in the water mm. in better waves. Love it, um, love it, Smith. Absolutely love it. So, uh, yeah, according to a WSL source, they will still need a minimum of three days to run the events, uh, even with the fewer competitors. Further changes include the elimination of the Surf Ranch Goat Pool event. Praise be the Lord. The Lowers event will return to normal CT status. The addition of two new old events at Sunset and G-Land. Wow. And the shift from CT to Champions Series status for the Gold Coast and France events. Uh, the Rip Curl Finals, where the top five ranked surfers go head-to-head for the world title, will run from September 7 to 18. The venue of the finals has yet to be announced, but we understand that they plan to change the location each year, Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, all looks good to me, Smith. I'm on board with all of it. I, I like the idea of a, a set CT season. Uh, that runs for, you know, not the entire span of the year. Uh, I love the idea that if you get knocked off, that uh, whether it's in the uh, first part of the cutoff or whether you're... So, sorry, no, what happens is if you get knocked off that out of that uh, midway cutoff, you can go straight on the Challenger Series and re-qualify for the following year, mm. that same year. So, you know, your whole year isn't... You're not sort of coming off tour, spending a whole year on the queue and then... You know, a, a, an entire year of your career is spent trying to get back to that elite level. Mm. You can basically fall off and get straight back on. Oh, it's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah. And then the Challenger Series, you know, each region has their guys go up to that Challenger Series. The CT guys come down to it. There's a big all-in brawl. And then the top, you know, top 10 or 12 or whoever's qualifying guys get and women get uh, back on tour. Mm. But it's a much better setup because it also means there's a an off-season for CT guys. They can take... Basically, three to four months to uh, recharge, focus on other stuff. And, you know, I think even for surf fans, it gives us time to sort of like dive into the, the stories a bit more of, of the crew who are coming through, uh, the crew who are falling off or losing momentum. And just the whole thing just builds in a much more constructive way for a more sort of exciting experience of pre- competitive surfing. Absolutely. Viewing. Viewing. Oh, it's a master stroke by the Wazzle, and uh, you know it's it's elevated the WQS out of the doldrums. It has uh, for, for years. It's just laboured in this uh, kind of anonymous world. You see, you know, the world's best junior talent just disappear into this vacuum of publicity in a fucking ocean of shit waves. Uh, so now we, we we're elevating that. Uh, we're, we're taking a, a bit from the the CT and we're bringing the QS up to that Challenger Series mm. level. Um, and I think that it's also going to bring it closer to the fans. Those Challenger Series events, uh, you know, they're going to have top flight talent. You're going to be seeing the likes of, um, you know, the Big O, mm-hmm. Connor, the Gosford Graga, up against you know the, the rising stars out of and, Brazil. And CT Hawaii, surfers uh, can go in the Challenger Series too. Like if they're home and they they want to, they can they can take part. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, mate, I think the whole, uh, you're right, elevating the QS is a really important thing because fuck knows, man, on that old system where you're just travelling to some far-flung country oh. to get crook, lose your first heat. I mean, Jack Robbo disappeared. He was gone. Mm. I mean, if he didn't have a few sessions at Chopes in the box under his belt, a couple of wild cards here and there, God knows where he'd be, mate. And you literally were wondering, like, what happened to X, Y, Z? They were fucking huge. They were, like, top five in the junior series. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, like a staple in the surf media here. Like they're on every swell. Uh, and then all of a sudden you didn't hear anything from them for three years. Mm. And then you're scanning, you know, the, the bottom, the, the, the fucking top hundred uh, of the QS. And you're like, oh, there they are. Yeah. Fuck. They're, uh, they've just competed in a, a four-star at Florianapolis. <laughs> and uh, yep. been knocked by Pablo Moro Paulino Third. Uh, you mm. know, like it was, it was tough going. It's a yeah, grind. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a grind. It was a grind, mate. They call it the grind. And uh, yeah, it's just... I'm glad that the grind is a little less grindy now. Mm. You can do all your grinding at home, and uh, as we've said many times on this program, the, the the thing that I don't like, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is without having to uh, without having to break your budget or give up your job or anything like that. We're going to start seeing some of these old legends poking their heads into these QSs, mm. the regional ones especially. Fuck, it's going to be good. And it's not going to be just your Reef Hazelwoods and your Matt Bantings qualifying for this Challenger Series. I mean, we're going to start seeing, as this becomes a, a little bit more um, achievable and, and sort of in the sphere of possibility for some of these, you know, concreters, mm. tradies, battlers, in mm. other words, we're going to see a few of them cause a few upsets in these comps, maybe. Mm. Oh, there absolutely. Is a fucking, there is a, a community... The fucking core lords in this country, my friend. Absolutely. I mean, in my career of covering the World Tour, one of the, the great highlights of my time doing that was watching a uh, 45, 44-year-old Mark Okalupo at Margaret River claim a host of scalps on his way to a semi-final finish. Mm. Fuck, it was bizarre and wild. And just also just to see the contrast of that era of surfing up against the, the new school fan-dangled uh, trickery mm. still holds up. Yeah. Uh, so, fuck, it's going to be a yeah a clash of years, a clash of titans, a clash of the core lords. Mm. And uh, there's going to be some fucking old-fashioned swellian shenanigans going down. <laughs> We're going to be there, Smith. Come contest one uh, at Snapper there, pandemic uh, permitting. Mm. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, mate, where... Uh we're going to come out of this uh, pandemic time, uh, you know, with your, your controlled spaces and whatever else is going on. We're going to come out of this thing fucking hot as my friend. Goat watch, Vaughn. You know who snuck in to the world tour and you know whose hands this whole region plays directly into it. <laughs> I've got four initials for you. G-O-A-T. <laughs> Pumping G-Land and J-Bay with less marginal tricky heats. There's nothing nauseating. Cooking in the goats under his vaunt. Mm-hmm. His corn is sparkling at the prospect of this tour rejig. Do we dare to dream, Vaughn? I mean, oh, I the, the goat in just ruler edge conditions. I, I can't believe he managed to sneak into the top 22. Uh, just fucking an incredible performance. I mean, mm. I can believe it. I believe it, uh, you know, fuck, I couldn't believe 11 world titles. I couldn't believe a surfer in his 40s winning a world title continues to break new ground to GOAT. And at, uh, what is he, 49? 49, 50 next year, 50 next year. 50 next year, the big 5-0. Wow. (laughs) The first half century in the history of world tour surfing uh, in just some of you know, just waves that I think he'll be able to surf until he's 70. You know, mm. G-Land uh, you know, kind of rolling pits with, uh, you know, turns in between the tube sections. J-Bay's basically a, a reverse version of G-Land mm. in some ways. I mean, fuck. That's the kind of wavescape that feeds right in to the goat's salivating jowls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nibble, 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 nibble. Here comes the goat, Smithy. <laughs> the thing that I love about the goat is that 
he is eyeballing a world title still. Deep down, somewhere in the belly, that little pot belly. All goats have a little pot belly. Mm. Yeah, he's thinking about it. And uh, you're absolutely right, We well, said it. He's, he's looking, on the record at Mexico. But, but here's the thing I was, I was going to say, mate, is you said it last ep that the goat came out at Mexico and looked re- renewed. Mm. And how good. Ego death. A, a renewal of uh, the, the synapses. He, he mm-hmm. shed his, his skin. That's right. No doubt with the help of some uh, local plant medicines. Well, here's what I like, mate. Like, he came out and he was renewed. Like, there was nothing. He, he made the best call ever. He, he brushed the Aussie leg. He just did his thing. Invested in a bit of Bitcoin here. Mm. Had an argument with Elon Musk there. Mm. Nibbled on a bit of weed. Mm. Shit his pants. I don't know what he was up to, but... He missed that whole Aussie leg with pretty much no truth, not a wave of truth to be seen. And now he's, uh, he's turned up in Mexico, board's looking good, rail game on point, absolute pack and power. Like that's, there's no denying the power. Was anyone more powerful than the goat in Mex? I don't think so. I don't think so. And, um, Shades yeah, mate, of 92, 93. In that. He's just set himself up for this, this real solid razor-focused dig at, at the 22 tour. And I think he's going to be top five at the end of the year. Grok this for I see it happening. Mm, mm. Grok this. Grok it. You ready to grok something? Grok me. Grok me right in the head. Like, the guy's missed fucking every event on tour bar two. Mm. And he's, what, like, so pipe, pipe in Mexico. Mm. There is two contests. Yeah. And he's back on tour. He's 49 years old. He's skipped an entire leg of the tour, the bulk of the events on tour. Mm. And he's managed to qualify. I mean, can you believe it? How happy must he be, the goat? He must just be doing little goat backflips. <laughs> unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's one of the, the true master strokes of, of any Asterix World Tour year I can think of, Vaughn. Mm. Uh, he's a master of the Asterix. Oh, I just love how cyclic your, your love of the goat can be. Like, you know, you can kind of go this way and that with him, but he's starting to enter the realm of just pure entertainment, isn't he? Like, it's, it's not even about how he surfs anymore. It's just, it's just what he brings purely by being the goat. <laughs> That's it. All he has to be is the goat, and we all love him for it now. Unbelievable. Do you think there's anyone left out there who, who isn't eaten up what the goat is putting down you think there's a single slater hater left on planet earth of these seven billion parasitic creatures just mm. devouring the earth's crust fawn yeah. uh, is there a single slater hater among them i think there's a fair few people who uh you know really love to bite at the hypocrisy of slater's earth saving when he's you know jet setting around the world on mm. you know but i mean fuck, we're all prey to that surfers surfers are fucking hypocrites mm. that's mm. all there is to it mate mm-hmm. We all want to save the world, but we're all contributing to its inevitable fucking demise. Love the go. It's an intercontinental mortal cone off. Yes. A, a quick around the grounds. Our chopes went ballistic, as we know. Did. But so too shippies on the very same day. Mm. And uh, tombstones up there in the northwest Australian desert also slabbing off its fucking dial. What's going on? What's wow. going on, Smithy? I don't know. I, I mean, know. yeah, they're everywhere just lit up. And uh, it's continuing to light up. As we speak, there is a big purple blob moving up the east coast of Australia. God knows what that's going to do in Fiji, mate. Uh, mm. Ship sterns are just a 
A quick rundown on the swell there. Sean Wallbank, the Holmer Cross brothers, and a handful of other ice-veined madmen throwing fig jam to the wind down there. Uh, This is what Sean had to say on Surfline about the swell. First in, last out. Here we go. Well played, Sean. We started at 7 a.m. and we're done by 2 p.m. I think it was just the Holmer Crosses as well and a couple of crew paddling too. Uh, We try and take it in turns on days like this. We're a pretty cohesive crew and we're sharing what's going on. It's really nice to get a few waves without hassling for them. And uh, he actually had this fucked up sequence of just, you know, basically an ollie off the ledge and uh, just going fucking about one kilometre an hour. Basically come to a dead stop but managed to draw a line inside the chamber and come out covered in juicy (laughs) spit. Like the fucking icon that he is. Ship juice all over him. And this is what he had to say. This is the reason we tow shippies. There was no paddle entry on this one. And even when I let go, I didn't have much speed. So I hit the step pretty late. When you do that, you're watching your nose and your line. Then when you land, you try to drive as hard as you can. But sure enough, I looked up and Gibbo was shooting water. And I thought, well, he's a long way away. But it's a big round cave. You've just got to stand there and enjoy it as long as you can. Actually, I think that was a no make. Mm. Ah, so apparently got fucked up. And up at Toomey's there. <laughs> Shit. Up at Toomey's, uh, Jacob Wilcox just manhandling it. Uh, he's turned a wrangling death slabs into an art form up there. He's Crazy good. talent. How long till he's on tour, you reckon? The champion it's got, it's series. It's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, yeah, it's got, well, the Challenger Series he's on for this year. There's only four comps. So he only has to do well in four comps on the tail end of the year. And uh, I think those comps are, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Hossegore, uh, Portugal, Erisera, you know, that sort of Bells looking wave where mm, Callanan mm. and Medina went at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Eva mm. and Snapper. Uh, and no, no, Snapper's next year. Um, what's the other one this year? I think it might be. Fuck, is it the US Open? Couldn't be. Nah. Mm. Maybe it is. Because like, there's a fair few crews still lurking around in uh, in the States, right? Because mm. I've seen O'Leary over there. I, I didn't know whether he was sticking around to support Morgs or. But there's a lot of Aussies sticking around. Uh, Wade Carmichael's been surfing trestles. So I think it might be the US Open at Must Huntington. Mm. So they're the four comps. And uh, I'd say Chippo will be heading over there to, to give oh. that a crack. Well, if there's any ideal warm-up for the US Open at Huntington, it's packing eight to ten foot slabs at Tombstone. It's natural fit. Yeah. So be right at home in that warm up. Shoot that pier, dude. Shoot that pier, dude. Yeah. Come on, dude. Shoot the pier, Chippo. <laughs> But uh, along with Chippo, you had Laurie Towner, who somehow got on the road just before COVID hit with his family up there, just backside, rinsing the corn, platinum. Mate, there's got to be, he's rinsed so much corn, there's not any corn left, mate. It's just a gaping hole (laughs) with a soft breeze blowing through it. (laughs) The corn is gone, mate. Towner has rinsed the thing clean off. Cool. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah, the, and just the usual suspects. Jake Perkins, the Calberry Kingpin, Kale mm. Walsh, uh, Dino Adrian, and a bunch of other fucking Walsh-y. maniacs. Dino. 
It's a wild scene up there. Yeah, Brenda fucking wild, wild out there in the west, mate. Now, uh, actually, just to add to that, Surfline has uh, got this pretty cool little function at the bottom of some of its articles. <laughs> it calls it uh, the, the Surfline Storm Signature. Okay. This is some fucking wild data, Vaughn. Uh, it's basically the, the full breakdown of what's going on mm. uh, in the onion yeah. uh, that generates the swell. Is so- there things in there like um, rinsed corn count? X amount of surfers got this much corn rinsing for X amount of hours during this swell? Uh, they haven't yet managed to factor that into the uh, Apple Apple Watch, but I'm sure it's a function on the way. But mm. some of the things they can measure, okay. storm location and movement. Um, so we had a, a deep polar low of 948, uh, what is that, MB? Hectopascals, some shit. I don't know. <laughs> the fucking tight old onion, put it that way. Uh, so a deep polar low moved an aggressive cold front expanding northwards mm. from the Antarctic shelf up 3,000 kilometers towards the central coast of WA. Uh, you had storm winds of 35 to 45 knots and storm seas of 35 to 45 feet of Good stats, eh? Uh, the swell travel That's time. An exciting read. Two days. Took two days to get up there. Swell height, period, and direction. Get this, eight meters at 16 seconds from the southwest, uh, matched with east southeast winds, 10 to 20 knots, bluebird clear skies, oh. 20 knot offshores, eight meters at 16 seconds. Wow. Oh, man. And do we know where Camel was during all this? Was he out to sea, paddling around with a head full of. Psilocybin, uh, <laughs> just, fungus, uh, kratom, perhaps even. Yeah, that's, that's the stuff. Uh, I believe he's actually migrated. He's he's uh, fueled up with liquid and a, a few crumbs of protein and made the long hike across the Nullarbor to another stretch of coastline these days. Mm, but, okay. Uh, yeah, so Jeez, that, that's, a, that's a really good read, though, Smithy. Yeah. Like you just you, you filled me with... Paranoia? No, no, the opposite, mate. Wonder. Gratitude. Wonder. wonder. Mm. Yeah, you filled me with wonder, mate. Mm. My brain just wonders how quickly can I run away from that swell. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh, I just had nothing but gratitude for living here on the far north coast of New South Wales where yep. waves seldom <sighs> get, a be- get beyond six foot. Spring northerlies kicking in already. Uh-huh. The whole month earlier than usual, so we've probably got four months of dog shit to look forward to. Fuck, it's a nice place to live. <laughs> But, uh, no, that's an amazing stat. Go, who's that Surfline, eh? That's Surfline, yeah. Uh, the Storm Signature at the bottom of some of their articles. And uh, just quickly on Chopes, too. They're actually calling uh, Matahai Drolay's bomb the biggest wave ever whipped and completed at Chopes. So, uh, completed? Yeah. Main. <laughs> oh, Matahai's one. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, Coley Bass. Coley Bass, no, he got uh, lit up on Woo-hoo! the end. So, I mean... Uh, and thrown, old boy. Yeah. Coley Bass, uh, Nate Fletcher, you know... One of the other fucking tombs of death out there, but also got flogged. And Cole Rothman, remember that one back yeah. in 2014? He was Ooh, yeah, 18 was years old. That thing was fucked mate. up. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, mate, it's, just, it's hard to believe that these things can just keep getting bigger. I mean, is, is there a limit? Can we ask Surfline? Can someone at Surfline get in touch with us, either on the DM of Insty or uh, with Smithy on Facebook, and just tell us, is there a limit to how big the ocean can actually get? Fair enough question, is it? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Because I remember Shane Horan, years and years ago, Scum Valley's finest, rather uh, grow lettuce than win $50,000, mm. Horan. Famously. He uh, got this giant, great big yellow gun made. Do you remember that? And he wanted to get dropped off in the middle of these uh, onion rings, in, in the middle of the ocean. He wanted to get dropped off by a storm chopper, one of those ones that you see in you know, a perfect storm that mm. go out and rescue mm. the ships in the, in the eye of uh, 
sort of Armageddon and yeah, he just wanted to get dropped off and surf these uh, these monstrous waves. So he could be on here. Sounds about right. Could be on. Great idea. It's exactly the kind of next level uh, otherworldly thinking I'd expect to come from the great mm. journeyman, the great uh, Spiro Gary great. Mm. Uh, wow. You can only imagine Shane Aran. We're going to get Shane on one day. We've, we've never had him on. Can you believe it? Well, we had him on briefly at the Bondi uh, oh, we did. episode via video That's link. Right. That was nice. Nice. But uh, wow. What a king. Vaughn Fishwatch. That's right. Paul Fisherwatch. Uh, mate, we've got to keep tabs on this cunt, on where this cunt's heading. I mean, I think he's definitely keeping tabs on himself or up himself or something. I mean, there's got to be a bit of lysergic in the mix because this guy mate, he's a, he's on a he's trip. He's a pretty straight shooter. Uh, his work ethic's off the planet. Mm. Uh, he's a classic fish, mate. What an absolute classic. I just want to get you uh, to explain to me, Vaughn, what you're looking at. Here. Right, Smithy. Well, yeah, you've given me this video. It appears to be fish at some sort of thunder from down under. I imagine that's like a, a, a men's strip show. Yeah, the new school Chippendales or whatnot. Yeah. I think it's in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. He's got his wife, Chloe, there, I believe. And he's just picking her up in front of a room full of uh, screaming women. He's in his undies, still wearing sneakers. And he's basically just picked her up and started... Best way I can describe this is... Full frontal face mask, cunnilingus slash COVID protocols gone to the next level. A little bit of uh, public uh, sexual simulation of cunnilingus straight into a uh, jackhammer in front of a few thousand screaming fans on a stage there in Las Vegas. I mean, can you go any higher? Wow. He's really made it, hasn't he? I mean, if you're getting on stage in Las Vegas with, uh, what what are they called again? The 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 Thunder from Down from Down Under. And I know that Fish is backing him. He has been training with Johnny Gannon hard up mm. there on the Goldie. And, uh, yeah, I think that uh, Gannon has uh, really turned him into a machine, as you'd expect, from the great Maruba warrior. Mm. And, um, yeah. Oh, he's a machine. I mean, look, day, mate. look at the, uh, the, the lumbar, the flexibility in that lumbar as he was performing that jackhammer on Chloe in front of the crowd of people. I mean, <laughs> the man's just the, the stamina, the libido, the, the strength through that core. You can tell he's been doing a few sit-ups or squats or something. He's looking incredible. It's just so great that surfing has uh, a celebrity role model. Or, or someone who can open up the doors to surf culture as it really is to mm. the rest of the surfing world. That's you know, exactly what he's doing. He's a great think, ambassador, a cultural attaché. I don't know how will. this happened, but in the eyes of the mainstream, right, surfing is is still viewed as – it has to be still viewed as this kind of like idealistic uh, Byron Bay-esque straw hat wearing hippie vibe, isn't mm. it? Yeah, something like that. Welcome to the real world, mate. Mm. This is what we really get up to. Fizzed up, jackhammering, publicly sexual simulating, DJing. Sid Freak Maniacs. <laughs> oh. what, what do you make of it? What Mate, do you make I, of fish? He couldn't go any higher. I mean, I swear to fucking God, this cunt's going to be fucking waving at us from the uh, the cockpit of Elon's trip to the moon. That's the... That's the, <laughs> that's the, the he can only go... That's the only higher place that he can go right now. He is a top of the pops in every meaning of the word. Mm-hmm. He is surfing's greatest cultural ambassador up there with, I think, the Duke himself, mm-hmm. uh, the bull, uh, the goat, uh, I mean, <laughs> the rabbit. All, I mean, he transcends <laughs> the them all. It's the fish. <laughs> the ultimate surfer ABC's reality TV program has aired, Vaughn. <laughs> has it? Have you coughed any yet? 
because it has drawn the air, the air of surf fans globally. Uh, well, here's the WSL's rundown. This is what surf fans uh, can expect to see if they haven't already tuned in. The two-night premiere of ABC's new summer series, The Ultimate Surfer, will air on Monday, August 23, and Tuesday, August 24, 2021, at 10pm Eastern Standard. Well, it's late, quite late. Uh, following all new episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise, Vaughn, is, uh, is the WCL moonlighting as TV guide now? Uh, yeah. You got any right, other I, see, I see what you're saying. They're, they're kind of like giving the the, uh, the bachelor a little kick along as well with their uh, immense audience. Any other programs okay. you, you might want to recommend to us, Wazzle? Wait, did you say 10.30? It's a late, late slot, Mate, isn't it? I'm in bed by 8.30 mm. most nights. Well, I think we might find out why, Vaughn, uh, in, a, in a second, actually, okay. the, the, late, uh, the late night slot. Mm, okay. Now, our former NFL quarterback, Jesse Palmer, is set to host the surf competition series Logical. with sports anchor Aaron Coscarelli mm. and the iconic voice of professional surfing, Joe Turpel. No, not Jabbery Joe. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, thank and, uh, God Joe's there, mate. Thank God Joe's there. Mm. Something, to, something to hold on to, Smithy. We can't just be let fly. We can't be cast away, cut loose into the world of commercial television without one anchor to hold on to, my friend. Mm-hmm. I need a mooring. Make it two, Vaughn, because 11-time WSL champion Kelly Slater is the lead consultant and will also serve as a special correspondent. Now, uh, to Goat Vaughn, I thought the Goat cared about legacy. I thought that's all he cared about. Uh, I mean, how many gallons of ayahuasca brew do you reckon they're paying him for this act of treachery? <laughs> oh. Treachery. I mean, or, or is, that his motive? is that his motive? Do you think Vaughn maybe to poison the minds of this young crop of future world to a talent a la Charles Manson and the family just lacing the goat pool up with uh, ayahuasca brew? Little do they know. And then the next minute their heads are spinning. Mm. And they're trapped in some endless vortex of conspiracy theories, cryptocurrency, a whole new world order in which the goat is the uh, the reign supreme over the lot of them. And he's just out there fucking away, fucking away. <laughs> this is nothing new for the goat, mate. He's been called the uh, harbinger of doom before but through his uh, connections with, you know, uh, primetime TV. Lest, lest we forget Baywatch, lest we forget... When uh, Kelly took on the role there opposite Pammy, the biggest TV show in the world. Uh, I don't know. You you would have been about six years old when this happened, Smithy, were you? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was working at tracks when uh, he signed the contract and it was all going down. And, mate, the letters were just fervour, full mm. of fervour, full of ill-tasting, bitter, sour, angry surfers worldwide saying, this is it, this kid has fucked everything. So mm. uh, I don't think that uh, Kelly would be... That's just water off a duck's back for the goat, mate. Mm-hmm. Water off a goat's back mm. for the duck. Mixing metaphors. Yes, well mm. played. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I had a quick look at the uh, the lineups of the surfers, Vaughn, and mm. I've got to say, like, you know, surfing in the goat pool is one thing, but I think the, the Wazzle really is under some pressure to give the people what they really want. And uh, I'm talking about an old-fashioned Roman orgy. I want to see the togas off, Vaughn. Mm-hmm. I want to see them ripping each other apart like cooked chooks. Have a look <laughs> at them. I mean, uh, it's quite incredible. That just there's some rigs in the lineup, And, you know, they're, they're very good at this, aren't they, the Americans? Just like, you know, 
passing off this wholesome family entertainment with a bit of nubile nipple, barely legal nipple, mm. uh, just for all the you know daddy Devon patches there in middle America to rush off to the toilet cubicle during the commercial breaks and, and rip one out, Vaughn, rubbing <laughs> one out. And don't forget about old Marjorie, menopausal Marjorie, uh, you know, the sight of a, a shirtless Luke Davis and Zeke the Freak. Loud mm. abs rippling. Oh, you can, yeah, they're going to be savagely flicking the bean in the uh, in the toilet cubicles. Come <laughs> <laughs> commercial break. I mean, right, uh, well, I mean, what do we make of this? Is it is it really is it really about uh, the surfing in the goat pool, or is it just an excuse to give us a look at some young fleshy bodies, mm. nubile flesh? It does seem to be uh, intentionally PM. steered towards genetically blessed people. I have to say it. I mean, where's where's the the today's Lynette McKenzie, today's Shane Herring, today's Naughty Pauls going toe to toe with these uh, you know these Adonises? Let's see a couple of heads, mm. you know, with a bit of fucking a bit of fuel in the fire, a bit of that. Angst that just you know ricochets amount amongst the synapses mm. of the less genetically blessed. Mm. I mean, this, this is nothing. It's nothing but fucking tens. Yeah, a sea of tens. Oh, I don't know what to make of it, Vaughn. It just doesn't really yeah. smack of the uh, you know the, the the grit and grind that I associate with up and coming world. Where's the jaddies? Where's the the the, 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 the tuberculosis? Is there is there a seeding headline in there anywhere? Not a is, there, is there a buffer top poking out over the top of those? Early boardies, like what the fuck is going on here, baby? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it seems like a bit of a Trojan I feel, horse. To I me. just want you to know that I feel like I can't relate to the people on the show. No. Me personally, I can't relate. Nah, nor can I. I Too can, good looking, mate. Nah. Too good looking. That's right. Uh, yeah, perplexing, perplexing. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, the more I kind of, the more I mull it over, so to speak, mm. uh, the more it just begins to have echoes of the Manson family and some sordid kind of experiment mm. gone wrong. I'm, I'm just seeing a fucking, you know, just poisoned Kool-Aid and a, a soaked goat pool in ayahuasca and just swirling fucking visions. And, you know, mm. the next minute Eric Logan's innards are spread all over the walls with Wazzle Pig written in his own blood. I just can't see how this is going to translate to anyone outside of America. That's all. I just don't see it, Smithy. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a full-blown uh, toe in the water of celebrity culture and uh, that sort of shiny uh, reality TV sort of non-reality. Mm. And um, I don't know, maybe surfing is, you know, at that point for a lot of people. I, I don't know, mate. I've, I've lost my train of thought because I'm so you can't uninterested. Get, you can't get those barely legal nipples and thighs out of your mind, can you, Vaughn? Oh, it's not even that, mate. I just, I actually have no interest in it whatsoever. And it's, it's, uh, I'm sure if, like, all reality TV shows, if I gave it 20 minutes, I'd be fucking all over it. I'd probably be <laughs> neck deep, you know, talking to my friends at the water cooler. Oh, did you see? Koa got eliminated. It's the biggest shock of the year. What are we going to do? It's got it all. Neck deep in the drama, balls deep in the cubicle during the ad breaks. It's mm-hmm. a, uh, it's going to be a spectacle of the highest. Well, it yeah. does make the 10 well, p.m. time slot a bit conspicuous, the, don't you? The, the, a crazy yeah. thing. The crazy, crazy thing is like, a, like there's an actual legitimate fucking carrot at the end of this thing, right? Like yeah. You get a start on the on the 2022 oh, CT. You get a crack. I mean, is that is that how these other t- reality TV shows work? Like, if you like the Ultimate Fighter and stuff, do you get like a, a world title bout at the end of it or something? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you get some kind of ticket into the UFC or a 
you, know, you get to match up against the yeah. I mean, it, it is essentially the same formula they've that they've tried out for the Fight Island or whatever it's. Have called. Have you watched but, any of them? Yeah, I mean, I remember watching the Contender uh, the one, years oh, ago the, with the Anthony Mundine. Slice the lone one with the uh, the and Sugar Ray Leonard or whatever. Uh, no, this was an Australian. Well, yeah, it was an Australian spin-off of that with uh, Anthony Mundine and a, a South Sydney icon in Garth the Hood Wood, mm. uh, who I think. Took it out, or he went deep, and Sam. I don't know, but yeah, I get it. I get the concept, and ah, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, well, I just I, I want to give a shout out to uh, the glory days of surfing life, back when uh, Tim Baker and and I think Derek Riley might have been running at the time, and uh, they did. Uh, they used to do this ASL dare. They'd give someone like fifty bucks to do just the oh, weird shenanigans. Ryan Hipwood, is this where you're going with this? <laughs> no, 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 this or maybe you tell me the Hipwood one. I'll tell you the the Kobe Abaddon one. They gave uh, Kobe, they dared him to fight Jeff Fennick, like get in the ring for three minutes. And uh, he got in the ring with Jeff and uh, this is a, a, a world champion. Mauler. The Marrickville Mauler, an actual world champion. Uh, maybe even two times over in different divisions. Not 100% sure on that, but one of our biggest fight celebrities ever. Oh, the Zoom and, and Elson trilogy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mate. Tra- travesty and trilogy. Mm. But uh, anyway, Kobe gets in the ring and actually starts fucking going him. Just starts throwing haymakers at him. And wow. Jeff ends up getting the shits and fucking flogs him. But, oh. mate, really funny. Really funny <laughs> fucking idea. Like, you know, like, and I think uh, Neil Purchase Jr., they gave him 50 bucks to swim the uh, South Straty Seawall one side to the other with a tuna strapped to his leg. Jeez right? Louise. I know. The madness. I mean, the problem what, between... What one? What was that one? Oh, the hippo was a very. It was actually a dead ripoff of the Kobe one. They uh, paired him up against some ex-banditos, burly bears, fucking bogan out the back of the tweed there in a some kind of amateur boxing match. Uh, you know, a bit of harmless fun. Hey, hey, hey come on, hey, go on. Hey, hey. Hey. Trade a couple of jabs with this heavyweight for fifty bucks. Of course, hippo gets his nose plastered all <laughs> over his face. That's An old-fashioned bent bugle straight out of the Peter Sterling handbook. Mm. Uh, fifty bucks. Well earned. That's classic. Yeah, I think um, Nathan Webster, the 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 famous noodle from North Narrabeen, he uh, he got dead fifty bucks to get a colostomy, mm. a, a coloscopy, a, a colonoscopy, or uh, some sort of colonic irrigation. Ooh. So uh, yeah, apparently he gave the fifty bucks back and just said, "No worries, boys, all done." Yeah, I reckon. Far <laughs> out. You'd be paying top dollar for that these days up in the Northern Rivers. Actually, a uh, little shout out to Jack McCoy, friend of the program, and uh, his. His wife actually runs the uh, Colonic Irrigation Centre in uh, Avalon Beach and having had a, a couple sessions in there myself, I can highly recommend it, Smitty. Wow, so she's rinsing corns for a living. Rinsing corns for a living. Dream job. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah. You know, what do you want to be when you grow up, little Smith? What do you want to do? Well, it's either a pro surfer or, I mean, that's the next best thing, surely, a Colonic Irrigator. <laughs> Just get that balloon knot. Flapping in the breeze, as clean and as free as Byron Bay linen, blowing on the spring northerly. Pretty piss weak, if you ask me. Ultimately, the ultimate surfer, I'm going to have to give it an under, unless it does, you know, really turn into that Roman orgy, Mm. togas flying, wetsuit shredded, the old in, out, in, out. People getting ripped apart like cook chooks. Yeah, yeah, it's an I under. tune in to see that. It's an under, but only because I haven't watched it yet. Could be an over the second I uh, get. Well, as soon as it sinks its claws into my my very feeble, fickle mind, Smithy. 
Yeah, but it's it's fucking it's surf and selling out, mate. Oh, mate. Oh, man. Like, fuck, it's not cool, mate. Yeah, like, like, who is the ultimate surfer anyway, fuck, mate? Fuck, mate. Who's to say, mate? Like, you know? Uh, Conan Hayes. Remember Conan Hayes, Vaughn? Oh, yeah, oh, yes. Finished 13th on the championship tour in 1996. Uh, Part of the momentum generation uh, started or wanted to play a hand in starting Ruka, I believe. Well, you can add another feather to that cap uh, with an old-fashioned Conspiracy, Vaughn. A real Conspiracy. A Conan-spiracy, mm. if you will. I like it. Um, so the uh, yeah Hawaiian surfing great who appeared in sixty two championship tour events mm. uh, from Kona on the Big Island, um, Kona, Conan, conspiracy, cone packing maniac. <laughs> you see a pattern here, Vaughn? See it. It's all connected. It's, it's as clear as the fucking cone hanging around your neck. mm Hmm. Well, now he faces allegations of leaking confidential voter information and conspiring to undermine the legitimacy of the 22 presidential what? election. That's right. What? Uh, this is a scoop, I think, from Stab Magazine. Uh, Conan Hayes finds himself at the centre of the pro, pro-Trump quote-unquote stop-the-steal election fraud movement as a self-appointed detective. Detective Conan, exposing the rigged voter counting in Antrim County in the swing state of Michigan. Uh, According to the Daily Beast, (coughs) Hayes spent several years lurking in the shadows, espousing QAnon conspiracy theories uh, on Twitter under the anonymous handle at WeHaveRisen, amassing more than 40,000 followers on his private Twitter page from pro-Trump far-right Conspiracy theorist circles. Mm. Mm. Uh, his involvement in the audit case is in reference to the stolen election fantasy promulgated by Republican news outlets accusing mass voter fraud of resulting in Joe Biden's presidential election vaughn. Uh, on I Twitter, Hayes it. describes himself as a quote-unquote election expert. I wonder where he uh, picked that uh, masters in uh, politi- political science up mm. somewhere deep on Kona Island. Mm. The rest of the cone heads over there. Uh, he's been posting photos of, of a dis- dissected Divin- Dominion voting machine that he claimed had a biased, quote-unquote, source code responsible for rigging votes against oh Trump's re-election. The Dominion company is now pursuing massive lawsuits against pro-Trump outlets for disseminating these false claims. Now, uh, this is what Conan had to say about his conspiracy. <laughs> No one knows what I'm doing right now, he laughs. I've always had a busy mind and just kind of fell into this. Going outside of surf was cool. It was starting from scratch. It wasn't like I'm a pro surfer. I did this or that. I didn't leverage any relationships, and I like that. Uh, a busy mind. Mm. You know, what a unique individual he is, Vaughn. Mm. Uh, you know, no one else has thoughts. Uh, no one else has anxiety. No one else has mental illness manifesting itself in addiction to stress, cortisol, conflict, conspiracy theories, uh, the warped idea that you are an individual as opposed to all of these sheeple. Mm. Sheeple, Vaughn, that's what we are. Sheeple. He's yeah. one of the... Oh, uh, I'm a sheeple, one. for sure. You're a straight sheep. I can, I can see the rug growing off your back. Look at me. Ah. Look at me. Ah. Yep. 
And look at these mainstream idiots under the thumb of the man. Can't they see Trump is our saviour, self-made, billionaire, Epstein, Pizzagate, Hillary Fiddler. It's too much. I just want to know what the Detective Senior Sergeant Gary Conehead has to oh. say about this conspiracy mm. by Conan Hayes. Mm. Where, where does he fit into all this? I don't know. I think uh, police tend to fall on the, on the right side of the political spectrum. Mm. But uh, there's more to this. Um, so according to the surface, Conan never possessed the charismatic charm you might expect from a business-savvy serial entrepreneur. His general demeanor was withdrawn and he preferred to live in relative obscurity away from the spotlight where his doings and dealings would be subject to public scrutiny and discourse. Um, relative obscurity, an island named after Cones. Mm. Uh, his name, his, you know, Cone is in his middle name. What's well, yeah. his first name? Yes. Uh, so, uh, it all... I mean, I don't know what to say. There's a, fucking, there's a lot to this... Uh, I guess, uh, I guess what he's under most pressure for, Conan, is uh, his most negligent act came after he supposedly took hard drives from an audit, audit site in Mesa County. The on-site clerk, Tina Peters, had earlier shared voting machine passwords to a conspiracy site. Uh, at the time of the hard drive theft incident, the surveillance system was conveniently turned off. The unauthorised man who claimed to be a quote-unquote subcontractor took hard drives under the pseudonyms of Graham Wood. Metadata retrieved from the machine, later revealed it was accessed by someone with username, quote-unquote, CJH. Hayes was one of the witness, witnesses on the ASOG report uh, who signed in his name as C. James Hayes in an attempt to conceal his identity. Oh, Vaughan, there's a yeah. lot to it. I don't know where to start, but... Uh, wait, wait, wait. He signed in as C. Hayes to try and conceal his mm, identity. Mm, surely he could have mm. come up with a better non-diplume than that. Mm. Surely. Sure. First rule of spying, isn't it? Don't use your actual initials. Mm. <laughs> Come I on, think he's mate. new to this game. He's new to it in several fronts. That's why he's been done. Uh, look, in layman's terms, what, what are we what are we looking at here, Smith? Give it to me in, in two sentences. Uh, God, it's a well, uh, but... well, he's 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 got this conspiracy. He's snuck in, stolen some hard drives that sort of, in some way, prove his his uh, what his belief that the uh, the the there's a fraudulent algorithm going on with these voting machines and he's put it out there on the dark web? Is that what is that what is this what's happened? Something like that, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was perusing the social media and CCTV images mm. of the Capitol Hill uprising and uh, it was hard to, 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 to make out, but I believe I could see someone resembling Conan Hayes in a short John wetsuit with his feet <laughs> up. On, uh, I think it was, uh, what was his name? Mike Pence's desk. Mm. Mm. He had a gaff on uh, with some Oakley sunglasses and, and a short John wetsuit. Mm. It, was, it was kind of hard to make out, but I mean, who else could, could it be? Well, I just look. The Conan from Kona, the Conan Spirit Pure King. speculation, pure speculation. Mm. But uh, what's your favorite? My, fa- my, like, my favorite, this is not my favorite Conan Hayes story from a, a long and story career in surf. My favorite is when he uh, went absolutely ballistic the first year that Chopes. Gotcha Pro up. 99. Gotcha Pro turned up, got pitted out of his head, should have got two tens in the final, got one, uh, and somehow through some uh, discrepancy with the scoring, Kobe Abaddon won the final. Mm. Still uh, a very, very bitter pill for old mm. Cone Hayes to swallow. Wow, it's incredible his career trajectory. It's just kind of, I mean, the writing was on the wall from very start. Born on Kona, named Conan, gets his 
biggest, you know, one of his biggest results mm. at a, a mortal cone off, and now he's a conspiracy theorist. I mean, we should have seen it coming. Yep, we Cody. should have seen it coming. Ah, well. I mean, what's going on over there in Hawaii? I mean, on, on, one, <laughs> on one island chain, we've got the swellian queen, JFK reincarnate, the waxhead presidential candidate, ex-veteran Tulsi Gabbard. And on another island... We've got a conspiracy named Conan. Oh, it's a, it's a land of, of a far extreme right. contradiction. Isn't it? Hawaii. And it's, it's like, well, I mean, mm. yeah, it's it, weird. I mean, we mock these conspiracy theorists, Vaughn, but perhaps there's something we're missing here. Mm. Uh, p- perhaps us ordinary sheeple who haven't seen the deep innards of these cones, maybe they're learning. Maybe there's some algebraic equations appearing uh, on the lip line there. Because, I mean, you look through the list of great cone heads mm. a Jughead, uh, Coney <laughs> Abbotton, uh, Conan Hayes. I mean, and they're all fairly uh, on the conspiracy tip. I mean, even Bosco, uh, the, the, the lensman, the, the mm-hmm. iconic photographer, you know, he's peered into. Uh, his fair share of cones, maybe through that telephoto lens, he's also seen the writing on the wall, Tapped so to it. speak. Yep. Perhaps we're missing something here, Vaughn. Mm. Mm. Happy, happy to let this one slide, Smith. Don't mm. know if I need to go too deep. Well, maybe that, I think that's the problem, Vaughn. You're not going deep enough. I know, mate. But I'm, a, I'm a surface cone. dweller. I'm a surface dweller, mate. I skim along the surface. I like small waves. I live on the east coast. You're not deep enough in the cone to truly comprehend. What's going on in the world, no, Vaughn? No, no, Nothing no. Nothing but a I'm, sheeple. I'm ignorant. ignorant. I'm ignorant. ignorant. I'm just a sheep. Ignorant. I'm an ignorant, ignorant sheeple, Smithy. <laughs> Mainstream dummy. I'm just a fucking... Just, just give me the fucking tripe, mate. I'll just scoop it up and smile at home. Blah, 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 blah. The idiocracy, you idiot. I know. No, they're, they're ignorant. Wheel in the fucking vax. Jab me up. <laughs> Whatever you need, boys. <laughs> I'm here. Mom, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, on your cone. On your, <laughs> on your cone, man. Uh, just quickly. Uh, Under or oh, under? Well, yeah. Uh, well, under. I don't know where I. I don't know where I sit anymore uh, on this one. Well, <laughs> I'm just a sheeple, mate. Just jab me. Yeah. Jab me in the eye. What do you got? Wheeling in on a fucking. Give me a jab. In. Give me some grill. Give me a job and just fucking tell me to shut the fuck up. I'll pay me taxes. Yeah. I'll fucking tie the line, mate. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to give it... Um, I'm still sipping Tulsi's Kool-Aid, to be honest. I'm, you know, if there's any... Uh, you know, I don't feel like I have to really go too deep into conspiracies because I think uh, uh, there's been a... Well, conspiracy theories because I believe uh, there's enough, like, proven conspiracies in the world uh, from fucking... Millennia to come. There's fucking hundreds of them. Um, they're all based around the military-industrial complex and standing over poor people, and they're all usually fucking you know manufactured by the CIA and the deep state, which, as far as I can tell, is a conservative mechanism. You know, mm. in order to preserve the the new world order or the the current sorry, not the new world order, the current world order, and uh, mm. you know just fucking keep America on top of the pile. So how uh, right wing people get off? Uh, you know that conspiracy ground. It belongs to us. Yeah, yeah. Get out, get out of our fucking. Uh, well, it's our fucking world. Weaponizing victimization has been. Uh, that's that's they've they've clued onto it. The mm. the, the far right. Uh, that's that's a new system for them. It used to be all about oppression. Now it's about turning yourself into the victim and waving the uh, 
poor me flag and, mm. and basically, you know, using all those tools that the genuinely oppressed have had to use because they had nothing else. They had no power. And now you by making themselves a victim, they they, they try to appeal to the sympathies of, uh, of uh, you know, of, of the, the middleman, mm. the sheeple. That's right. I'll tell you, the conspiracy theorists are right on one thing. It is fucking rigged. But it's rigged by petrochemical companies, fucking rotten politicians, the military industrial complex, mm. the pharmaceutical industrial complex, the prison industrial complex, the sugar industrial complex. Mm. That's a fucking sleeper, that one. Mm. They're your enemies. Go to war. Under. Under. Ask us a question, we'll tell you no lie. Ask us a question, we'll tell you no lie. Ask us a question, Smithy, and a bit of a celebrity edition coming up, mate. I saw a couple of big names once we uh, we put the the call out to the Swellian Army to uh, chip in with their queries or their questions or their life conundrums. And I uh, saw a couple of big names chirping away, mate. Mm. Chirpy, chirp, chirp. Pretty pissed week, if you ask me. Let's start one of those big names. Noah Dean, IKA I Love Tables, wants to know who's the ultimate surfer. Mm. I want to give a quick doff of the cap to Noah. His switch foot alley oop is one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. I don't even, uh, I, mean, I can't do one of them regular, like in my natural stance. Mm. Switch foot Mate. fucking high performance maneuvers. Want to know one of those like weird little Forrest Gump moments that, because uh, I've, you know, uh, yourself and uh, Wet Lettuce have often said you're a bit of a Forrest Gump. Yeah. You seem to be in the fucking water when a lot of this weird shit goes down. Call it a conspiracy if you must. But I was actually out there that day. Wow. Uh, in the, in that uh, last clip that Noz dropped, uh, yeah, uh, the the ones with the switch foot pits where he's like sort of catching those windy wedges and getting drained through the inside. And mate, oh, there's nothing more demoralising than surfing with someone. And you're just fucking getting pounded by roll-throughs. You can't find the chip shot. You're just fucking cooking it on the fucking bottom turns. You can't get anything. And then you see someone fucking take off switch foot, get drained, and pull off a switch alley-oop. It's mind-melting. Like, welcome to fucking giving up surfing, cunt. Because that's where I was living. Literally. There'll be people, there'll be millions of people on the planet seeing that clip and just getting their knife and just ripping it straight through the deck mm. of their surfboard. Oh, fuck. It's, it's perplexing. I mean, he's kind of the missing link, Noah. He's, he's managed to bridge the divide between uh, the cripples, the, the knee borders, the knee lows, and the stand-ups. He's you know, combining it all in a single wave, barrel on his knees, air reverse standing up. He's uh, bodyboarding. You know, he's packing you know, proper little slabs on the boog. He's pulling high-performance switch foot maneuvers. And he's What's like, next? Yeah, he's, he packs the big ones. Like, he's just on a fundamental sort of pro surfer level like as well. Like, he up. fucking has pulled some of the wildest shit of the last decade. Skit slabs, huge punts. Uh, like, he did that oop that broke his ankle and his board when he landed and still rode out of it. Like, a fucking madman that he is. But <clears throat> I reckon he's right up there in my books as uh, the ultimate surfer. So I hope he doesn't take uh, offence to that. <laughs> it's not the kind of thing you want tagged onto your name, I don't think. I mean, Chuck Unless he's in. willing to get over there into the goat pool and uh, mm. shirt off with uh, Zeke Lau and Luke Davis yeah, and well, Carla Smith. And, yes, I mean... Whew, uh, I'll tell you what, there's some hard pectorals rare, my friend. Oh, true. Uh, a couple of chip-ins here. Sashi Blass... Uh, sorry. Sashil Blass said, uh, I love tables. You, you're the ultimate surfer. Kiss, kiss, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. 
Uh, Australian super rat said uh, the magic goat, Zoltan Torkus, ah. now with improved scarlet. I like the sound of that. The noisy surfer said Sean Thompson is. No, you're ignorant. <laughs> on your noisy. <laughs> now uh, Just a little dig there. And sorry, one last one here. Matty Hayes, uh, he said best question ever. Uh, final, well, I'll, I'll chuck Noah in as, as my ultimate surfer. Who's Pretty your much. ultimate surfer? He's, uh, I mean, just rattling off all of his recent achievements. I mean, none of them fit a contest criteria, but mm. fuck, he's... Uh, He's doing things in the water. I mean, he's kind of the complete oceanic maniac at the yeah. moment. Every time I see a clip of his or a photo of him on Instagram, I, just, I have two words spring to mind. Get fucked. Mm. Every time. Mm. Uh, get back on protection, you mutt. Now, I'm glad Zoltan was uh, brought up there because we've actually got a, a question here uh, from Conroy up there in Santa Cruz, one of our core lords in the States. Uh, now... He wanted to uh, just point out, listening to the last ep, one of my hometown's most notorious wave masters came up. The surfing magician, the aforementioned Zoltan Torkos, uh, inventor of the kickflip in surfing, as far as I know, or probably the only guy, maybe apart from Aussie, who's stuck one. I think he's mm. stuck two on a single wave. But uh, Zoltan, he's well known for his magical surfing antics, but perhaps his biggest claim to fame has been overlooked for him. What is it? What could it possibly be? On April 20th of last year, he set a new world record of three bong hits on a single wave. How did this sneak under the radar? Is it the greatest surfing accomplishment of the millennium? Is this a new platform for progression? We have barely scratched the surface for how many bong hits, beers, nose beers one can consume while riding a wave up the fucking swellings. Psst, 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 psst. Well, well, it definitely escaped my attention. I, I wasn't even aware that crew were smoking bongs while they were surfing. Is it, it, I, I, No, I've never seen it done. No. No, I've never seen it done. Uh, we had a, we had have a, you had a crack at it? Uh, can't I've seen plenty of spliffs. Plenty of spliffs yep, light up yep, in, yep. The, in the, in the lineup. Uh, an iconic manoeuvre pulled by a Margaret River swelling in the single fin contest there, actually paddling out with three papery between his lips, rolling, couple of cutbacks, chuffing, chuffing. And packing the inside shore, getting the vision, mm. double cone. Uh, but yeah, the bong in the lineup. I mean, three hits on a single wave. He's like some kind of Civil War era, uh, you know, just marksman repacking his repacking his musket. <laughs> How's he managed to rip three? This is. I think there needs to be an investigation. I'm doubting this. How do you? How you do call you, it conspiracy. I'm calling another conspiracy, Timmy. How do you fucking pull it, repack it, light it? Pull it, repack it, light it again without getting your fingers wet, without getting your hooch damp. Well, he is a magician. I mean, that's his, uh, that's his trade. Oh, it's a huge over if he's pulled it. Oh, I mean, a world record, April 20th too. I mean, f- 420 day, Vaughn, of there course. You go. Of course. There you go. Um, in terms of like, uh, I mean, he mentioned a, a good point. Uh, we have, we're barely scratching the surface. This is mm. kind of Guinness World Record territory. Um, how many beers could be sculled? I mean, we've seen Slater, of course, shotgunning a Hainano in the pit uh, during in a contest rash of all mm. things. Chopes. Uh, very poor example set by the goat there. Mm. Very poor. Think of the kids. Think of the kids. Think mate. of the kids. Come on, come on. You can do better than that. Uh, nose beers. Ooh, I mean, a powder. 
It doesn't mix well with water, but uh, I'm sure it can be pulled off. Maybe a, maybe free basing, maybe more oh, of a, a crack mate, pipe scenario. It? Can you imagine it? The Nosebeers crew would be fucking lost. They'd just be on the bottom of the ocean trying to scrape it up, get it back in the microwave. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, we can salvage it, man. We can salvage it. I swear, man. Here we go. I've got Tina. Oh, the offshore art's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, no, I can't see. But anyway, look, props, props couple results. Of, couple of uh, a couple of glass Harleys, glass Barbies. I mean, that wouldn't be too hard. I'm sure that's been attempted. We'll have to uh, unpack this further, Smithy. I think unpack it. Well packed. We'll unpack it. This week, if you ask me. Mav two double four seven. Great question here, Smith. Great question. Morgs tears through Connor Felipe in Italy. He's talking about the Rip Curl WSL finals. But he's lacking salts in his body after a night of debauchery with Hoy and Joey. Could happen, probably yes. will happen. Very high luck. He cramps up before the final. Now, who's responsible for taking out Gabby's knees a la Tonya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan? Mm. Great question, mate. And uh, Look, it's got to be, I think it's got to be Connor O'Leary. If he's going to stick around for the finals, which I think he will, I think he's got to be the guy who, you know, sneaks up behind Gabby, mm. uh, pulls out... What would you use? Just a rock from the shoreline there? At, uh, just clubs at him over the death. Planet of the Apes style? Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Vaughn? Well, yeah, just, well, just, just even just take a shot. Just take a shot from maybe like two or three metres away and just aim for the knee. Mm. Hit it side on. It's oh, gone, okay. yep, It's yep, gone. Yep, yep. Sorry, uh, Gabby. I was just trying to skim a rock there. Uh, you know, these trestles cobbles. Mm. They're just asking for it. I didn't mean to take your cruise shit ligament out. Who else? Who else could, well, uh, I mean, could, could Morgs call on to, uh, to, to, to kneecap? If the if the, the eighth cyborg. if the eighth is there, the immortal, the uh, the Newcastle, great. I mean, I, I could definitely see a scenario laid out in which you know Joey Johns just invites Gabby out for a little casual game of touch football. Oh. A la the goat, uh, snapper there. A la uh, who was it? Uh, Tommy Mick, 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 Tommy Whittaker, Mick Kane uh, yeah. there. Uh, you know, and then just uh, you know kicks off and just straight into the knees of a textbook human torpedo just <laughs> snaps his leg off at the knee. There's just a, a bloody limb left on the ground. I mean, at least the eighth could do yeah. for Australian surf, and we know he's a patriot. They do it. We know he's a, a Khan Morgs aficionado. Yeah, he'd love nothing more hey. than to see a world title brought back to Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be the biggest party since the Knights won the comp in '97. It's not beyond him, mate. It's not beyond him to uh, be the third man in, take the dog, the dog shot onto the kneecap, mm. and. Uh, Nasty you know, think, case of syndesmosis for Medina. Well, think back to uh, that 97 grand final. I mean, they, they only won it because Mad Dog Mo- uh, Mad Dog fucking McDougal stomped Tuvi's face clean in the dirt. Oh, Just, mate, uh, he caved his skull right in. He his skull in at halftime. Manly were up by a fucking fair whack and uh, Newcastle got back in on the game after their, uh, Tuvi had just basically had That's his right. eyeballs gouged out by the sp- Studs on fucking the oh. Google. Yeah, you dog. Hey, hey yeah. I'm still smarting from it. That's what they call him, the mad dog. I mean, he's too, you should have known. You don't put your head there. I mean, oh, he, he was cleaning brain matter out of his sprigs for months. Can't believe it. Can't believe it, Smith. Pretty pissed week, if you ask me. Taylor Steele, uh, the iconic filmmaker of oh, Momentum what? fame, Sipping J Dreams fame. G'day, Tay. G'day, mate. Had a, had a good night with um, Taylor just recently on the shrooms, Smithy. Oh, well yeah. played. Got on uh, some mushy tea at a, a, a mate's. Mutual birthday, pre-lockdown, of course. Mm. And, um, yeah, we got real deep. Got wow. super deep on uh, our favourite surf movie. So it was it was one of those convos that you can't believe you haven't. And I know that the shrooms were strong. Mm. Uh, and I was fucking really, like, getting deep, deep on it. But I actually asked him. I said, mate, have you, have you got, like, a guilty, uh, like, a go-to where, you know, if there's no one around, you might just, like, flick open the laptop, 
if you were going to punch in any movie of yours to watch, like, have you got one that you go mm. to? And he said, fuck no, no way. I would never watch my movies. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Nah, I agree. I so mean, nothing like reading me. your own stories. All you do is pick errors and criticize yourself. Yeah, exactly. Horrendous. Um, but it. I think he Legend. might still be in the grips of that psilocybin journey because uh, his question kind of has echoes of that 4 a.m. Mm. convo, Vaughn. Why was Chris Bystrom not more celebrated? I never met him but loved his film. Was he a legend or an ego jerk? Up the swellings. Mm, what a great question, mate. What a great question. Bystrom. Bystrom, uh, you're, you're familiar with his work? Yeah, a bit before my time. But, blazing uh, Boards, Beyond Blazing Boards. Uh, he, he did um, a couple of really good ones. Surf Assassins, Mad Men, Saints and Sinners. Oh, he was prolific and uh, he was a real... Uh, he, he bridged that gap from when surf films... He, he was making surf films that did the rounds on, you know, RSL screens all up and down the coast and all around the world. But he was also one of the first guys to kick into the video age when that when that came along. Mm. Always had great taste in music and, um, yeah, was was hugely influential, man. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of Oki's most radical moments uh, at the peak of his first career when he was uh, sort of around 84, a lot of that surfing appeared in Bystrom films. Uh, you know, he's a big air. Uh, in a in a co classic, which is just one of the most talked about manoeuvres of all time, moved up to Mooball. Uh, sadly, passed away, I believe, in a car accident. But his son Josh Bostrom uh, continues to distribute Chris's movies. Fucking, I think he's a fucking. He might be a, a lensman and a filmmaker himself. And uh, I reckon we. We've been meaning to get him on for a while because he did send uh, you and I, Smithy, a back catalogue of Bystrom films. And um, to answer Taylor's question, I've never heard a bad word about the bloke. Never. Mm. And mm. I think he just went about his business and, and just made really top quality shit that really had a huge impact on people and the world. So RIP Chris Bystrom. Mm. And he was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of part of those early Indonesian archipelago adventures, like some of those early trips to Nias, stuff like that, some of the, yeah, the first visions of Nias. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I've seen him And yeah, fuck man That's such a halcyon age of surfing Wow, mm. when, when surf trips were You know, they were still just staying in the jungle huts Batting off mosquitoes the size of your head With a cricket bat mm. I mean, it went in every quiver, didn't it Vaughn? A cricket oh, bat, mate. a tennis racket just for the mozzies Yeah, yeah, you needed to have those things with you Smithy. You never know what sort of fucking trouble you were going to run into Especially on those uh, Indo-Sojourns But yeah, I reckon we'll, uh, we'll we'll go deeper on that. We'll we'll get Josh on and we'll we'll do a little bit of a, a profile on Chris because it'd be interesting. He, he, he's absolutely right. Doesn't get the plaudits that uh, a lot of his contemporaries do get, and I think that we should revisit his legacy. Well said. And meanwhile, Taylor, next time you're in town, mate, eh? Hey, I'll boil the kettle, old old sunny boy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> fucking you, beauty. Pretty crisp week, if you ask me. Uh, medicinal microdosing, always the way to go. Good one from Sauce Bottle here, Vaughn. Oh, give it to us. Like the biblical tale Samson and Delilah, did Slats lose his superpowers when he lopped off his hair? Could he perhaps go out on top, securing a 12th world title by simply adopting a little bit of coverage and a Devon patch on top? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ad-libbing here, but... Perhaps a, uh, perhaps uh, a la Lieutenant Sipowitz, uh, moustache kind of wings combo. Mm. Devon Patch on top. Uh, you'd love to see it, wouldn't you, Vaughn? I would. Yeah, I think like... A Sipowitz world champ. But there's just people who, uh, you know, I guess they, they sense it coming. I, I'm one of these people too who uh, saw it coming, uh, got to a point where I realised there was, there was no hiding it anymore and I just 
went the shave and have been shaving ever since. But then you've got crew like Nick Cave, for example, just embracing it. Just just does the the comb back and rocks it with style. And I, Frank Zappa, yeah, Frank Zappa. Uh, God, there's thousands of them. I can't think of any off the top of my head. There's not too many surfers who do it. Uh, but yeah, mate, look, I think Kelly should grow out. I think the scarlet is well and truly. It's time. It's time. Mm, mm. Come on, Kelly. Come Just on, go. go that full blown serial killer look. You know the long, the long, the scarlet, a classical scarlet. Fuck, it'd be good to see a scarlet world champ. Ah, I mean, we've lost our hope of that, haven't we? Vaughn with the big O exiting the tour for the time being. I oh, know, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, the scarlet is a little ways off at the moment. Pretty piss weak, if you ask me. Got a question here from Chris Cote, mate, who was actually over commentating the Olympics. Everyone there knows Cote, WSL commentator, yeah. uh, uh, host of the Monday Mass. It's his uh, very entertaining and uh, mad. Action sports podcast, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fair enough. But Kote said, uh, in what other contexts in life can we use the phrase, bring the sting? Mm. The possibilities seem endless. I've been thinking about this for a little while. I think it would be a great anthem for anyone who's suffering a um, UTI, urinary tract mm. infection. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, I think that's very much uh, on point. And I think that during this kind of pandemic, when you've got the demons, a.k.a. the fuzz, a.k.a. the police force, zipping up and down, booking people for being outside their shire. Um, you know, I know that when I got pulled over recently uh, for being outside my shire, that was the first words that came out of my mouth. Bring the sting! <laughs> uh, get back on protection, you mutt. Uh, I've got a question here from uh, Craigie Surf 86 Is it low on the juice? His latest Insta post has him shredded more than Arnie in his prime. Can he boost the first double backflip 1080 up the fucking swellings? Is he on the juice? The I mean, juice. I think uh, if he's on well, the, well, the same juice Paul Gallon was on, the, the peptides, or the we're just talking about some uh, acai berry juice. What kind of juice? Be more specific. Mm. Is this a scoop? Is this something we don't know about? If the swellings dug deep and pulled out the great... Cone piece award-winning scoop. Mm. Similar tangent from Threading the Vortex. Mm. As an aging surfer coming off some long injury layoffs, I'm struggling to regain my previous form. Should I get on the roids and maybe some EPO? Uh, and where could I get some? Hmm. Um, I know there's a gym in Darlinghurst in inner city Sydney. Uh, try luck there. Yeah. Uh, the problem with those things, though, Smithy, uh, back me. Mm. You, you open yourself up to back me. I'm pretty sure your dick shrivels up. It's... it's, 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 it's <laughs> It's a dangerous path to walk if, you, if you're really looking to get better. Do you really want to suffer a, a well, baldness? And it's, 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 it's a trade-off, isn't it, Vaughn? I mean, uh, you know, increased surfing ability, testicles the size of a couple of peas. Which would you rather, Vaughn? Mm. Packing Mondo cones or never seeing the insides of a nice pink juicy hole? Mm. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's, it's, it's the age-old question, I think. Tracks Magazine uh, throughout the sort of early 90s ran five years of issues dedicated just primarily to that. Mm. Mm. Pretty piss weak, if you ask me. Carl Laus, Carl, Carl Wolski, Carl mm. Wolski. It might be one word. It might be two. Sounds like a CIA stooge. Chip in here. Sure, he's got a sick to... shot. About to backdoor a hell one as his little profile pick there. You can oh, see the top brah. corner. He's deep. It looks like Greenbush. Come on, you Carl Wolski. Mate, he wants to know, do you reckon that Indonesia will turn back the boats if us Aussie surfers start escaping the COVID lockdown borders off Australia on a dinghy and head to the Mance? Mm. Oh, great question. Mm. Yeah, I've always 
I've always thought it's a dangerous game when you start blocking people. Uh, you know, you've got no, uh, you've got no compassion, or uh, you know, you, you mm. just put the hard borders up because history runs in cycles, Smithy. It does indeed. You're tempting fate. Uh, karma is a kind of a thing as we've discussed mm. many times on the program. A stop the boats campaign, Rizal Tandrung at the helm. <laughs> Turning us back. Vaughan. Rio Wada, manning the guns. Kobe Abaddon in blackface. Well, it's a, it's a, Kadek Abaddon, it renamed. It doesn't actually seem out of the realm of possibility, does it? Mm. Not at all. Not at all, Vaughan. I could definitely see it happening. Although, you know, Indonesia, as uh, downtrodden economically as it is, it's nothing a bit of bakshish can't solve. Hey. Whatever, Trevor, who's uh, down in Tassie, he said, is the mainland really as scorched as the media is making it out to be? We're so lucky in Tassie right now. Uh, even the water is freezing, and the waves. Are, oh, even though the water is freezing, the waves are legit dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, it's torched. The the, the worst thing uh, is just that the uh, the the spring nordlies have kicked in mm. from an east coast perspective. Don't know how the west is going as far as the lockdowns go. Fuck, mate. Yeah, we're all in the same fucking. Oh. Paddock. Are we? Are we all in the same shire? Because some people aren't in the same shire and they can't get to the fucking water. I've got mates just west of here, banned, hardcore, swelly and wax heads, can't go surfing <sighs> until the lockdown yeah, ends. Yeah, no. Well, wow. yeah, it is scorched. That's, I'm agreeing. It is. It's not just the media. It's fucking dog shit. Hey. Dog. Oh, sorry. Oh, by the way, on that uh, Craig, Craigie surf saying, is it Italo on the juice? Did you see uh, I Love Tables kicked in on the back of that? Mm. Let, let go of a few lols. Mm. Nice work. Mm. Celebrity. Noz on the juice? Oh, no chance, mate. In juice? No, that, that's ignorant. Snacks and shacks. Says, I hear Fano is funding a biofuel power station at Kira to dispose of all the cobs for oh, all the cobs of corn he's been rinsing. Mm. Well, he's got to do something with them. They're just stacking up in his backyard there. <laughs> I mean, you can see it from Kira. It's just a fucking temple of corn. Well, I think that's why cobs. he moved, right? Mm. He's, 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 he's moving house, so uh, I think that basically he's just going to keep that uh, three-story uh, mega mansion on the beach at uh, Chugan there. I think it's just full of corn cobs. Just a corn just cob a corn warehouse. Cob storage warehouse. Mm. Uh, it'll be yeah, interesting to see what happens there, Smithy. Yes, keep your eye on Fanning's corn, in other words. Mm. Keep a close, close eye on it. Hey. Stand up and boogie says... Uh, Hey, Jed and Smivy, uh, I believe uh, that's the same person. But anyway, moving along. Uh, why aren't there more artificial reefs being built instead of wave pools? Are they less marketable, environmentally touchy? Haven't you looked at a reef and thought it was if it was slightly modified, it would be epic? I'm no scientist. Once they're built, there's zero emissions. They provide marine habitats, could relieve overcrowding, and offer world-class waves as well as the chance for sponsorship and naming rights, etc. Wow. The uh, the Ampole Artificial Reef. It's got a ring to it for one. Mm. Uh, aren't some of the best waves already partly man-made, like the Superbank and the Wedge anyway? Australia should be leading the way here, surely, up the fucking swellings. That's a great point. Can't tell you how many times travelling around the Asia-Pacific, I've looked at a freight training tubular wave only to see it close out on the dry in- inside section and just thought with a little bit of harmless bark <laughs> and a couple of sticks of dynamite we'd have another world class wave on hands worn mm, yep, yep, yep I'm, I'm open to any ideas Smithy uh, anything that can open up uh, more waves because let's face it there's more surfers 
world's only getting smaller. I just, I'm so curious to see what what uh, what surf travel is going to look like post uh, COVID. You know, like when everything opens up to its full potential. Is it going to be the worst period in surf travel history? Like, are people just going to be mothing and flocking to everywhere? Like, like moths on a fucking outside veranda light in the middle of summer? Mm. In 15 years' time when the borders finally open up and you've got entire generations of surfers raised in the goat pool and urban mm. surf and whatnot, just, just absolutely foaming at the bit. inside seggies. Mm. But it does raise a, a really interesting question that puts the kind of environmental movement in a real tough spot, the environmental surfing movement, let's say. Uh, I mean, you think about the carbon footprint of some of these wave pools. Uh, I know there's a stub article around at the moment. I haven't actually read it talking about this. Um, you know, a lot of them, from what I understand, based on, you know, uh, carbon-based. Uh, and then you've got, on the other hand, uh, just a stick of dynamite wedged in a crevasse in a reef, mm. blows the end section off. Yeah, a couple of fish die. But, I mean, it's a small price to pay. <laughs> isn't it? But no, man. You can't fuck with nature. You can't play God. Mm. Don't be removing closed-out end sections. Mm. That is just... It's just a can of worms falling. What next? What next? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. 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 Conspiracy. Well, you know what? Like, uh, if you think about uh, snappers... Uh, uh, the Superbank's a good example. Like, mm. everyone, when it first formed and, the, and the, the wave went from the from behind the rock all the way to North Kira, people couldn't believe it. Everyone was like, wow, well, we've done it. We've done it. Yeah. We've, man has... Perfected nature. People, nature did. Nature did all right, but we came along. And we fucking made it better, like the world-beating fucking industrial legends that we are, engineering fucking masterminds. Mate, people. But then you know what happened? People were pulling Kira in. Kira didn't break for fucking fifteen years, mm. and when it did break, the uh, true Kira aficionados said it didn't break the same. Mm. It's not the same, mate. Yeah, I mean, which would you rather? Pa- pulling in behind the rocket snapper looking like Caius King and kicking out looking like the goat at North Kira, getting a barrel that went for you know, three years? What do you want? Uh, I mean, some section-y fucking just a lousy few hundred metres of pit. Mm. I mean, what would you rather? Yeah. Now, give me more, Smithy. Give me more at the expense of nature every day of the week, mate. <laughs> hey. Uh, this one's from uh, Slurms. He says, yeah, boys. You. Uh, I was going to ask if we can do away with the vlogging phase and bring back good tunes and a bit of fucking flair to surf vids. Got raised on vids like Biggest Wednesday and Sabotage, so every now and again when I end up watching one of these vlogs, I get instantly negged just because it seems like the core looseness of the sport we all love is slowly fading. Oh, come on. I mean... Obviously, still a bunch of lords putting out sick edits and clips. vaughn has been killing it for years. Ah, oh, good on your slurps. And it's been a source of major frost since I was a kid. But it just feels like nowadays the sort of stuff, that sort of stuff is way harder to come by. Much love, boys. Can't wait to see over in WA when you finally get the chance. And yes, we will come. Soon as we get the okay, we're over there, Slurmsy. We're fucking coming, all right? We're coming. God, we're it's gonna, been a long time, Smithy. It's been we're seeing we're going to come. We're trying to get over there. Maybe even longer. Maybe four. Look, I just think there's plenty of, uh, there's plenty of good surf edits coming out. It's just that they're kind of they get lost a little bit in in amongst yeah the, the vlogging stuff. But I don't watch vlogs, so it doesn't phase me. I, I, there's enough Mason Ho just dropping fucking Hendrix clips to him ripping, and John John dropping the clip of the year every now and again. And there's enough surf action to good music for me, Smith. I mean, surely the whole vlogging concept was vindicated when we all got a close up look at Alana Blanchard's vegan taco. <laughs> 
in all of its juicy, dripping glory. I mean, if that wasn't 15 minutes of compulsive viewing, I don't know what is. Well, I'll tell you, I'd wrap my lips around that. Ah, moving right along. Moving right along. Uh, get back on protection, your mark. So this is from Danos. Is Danny Boshire, hope you get the lot, your dog guy, a full-blown rail-burying power surfer, and does he pack mortal orbs of conoquence? You mutt. Hashtag you mutt. So Danny Boshire, who we uh, sample more often than not on this show. Speaking. Wow, he's got a name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his brother. You know the story, right? No, yeah, here, let, let me remind you of, of, of the story. Pretty pissed week, if you ask me. The victim's brother lashing out at the alleged gunman. Hope you get the lot, you dog. Hey, get back on protection, you mutt. Hey, dog. Oh, sorry. So is it possible, mate, that Danny Boy is a power surfing orb chaser from way back? Yeah, he's reminiscent of a couple of no good nicks I bumped into uh, in the Tellos Islands once. Just, I mean, fuck these guys. I mean, you kind of knew they were on the run when they paddled out in stripy convict outfits, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, they kind of had that kind of emaciated, just grizzled look to him. Um, and he's definitely got that about him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, look, it's one of the tried and tested ways to pay your way around the world as a surfer. You know, everyone from Ricky Rasmussen to Mike Boyham and Peter McCabe has tried it on in the past. A little bit of Bolivian ether wash up the corn. Mondo cone time at G-Land. And I think uh, whatever his name is, I think... Uh, for sure, he's uh, you know, you, you know, he's like he's gotten some vision in his time. Hundred percent, I'm backing him. I'm backing him, and I reckon if he doesn't surf, he'd paddle out and fucking put one right up there, noon o'clock, straight through the guts, straight up the middle, giving it the fucking lot, you dog. Hey, 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 dog. Oh, sorry. Post Rio claim, just wax it. Hey, 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 hey. Dog. Have another one, you mutt. Yeah, hey. oh, I love that macaroni. I think I've actually heard that from the boat. I heard some kind of wild screaming like that mm. every time someone put up a nooner. Hey, uh, just on that uh, shippy swell that we were talking about earlier, Smith. You didn't mention Mikey Brennan. Was he out there? Do you know? I don't know. Because if he wasn't, I went down to Dark Mofo in Tassie just before the you know the lockdowns and COVID all kicked in. Of course, I uh, went down there to check out some art, uh, and mate. One day I'm walking through uh, the markets down there in the middle of Hobart and I go to this little seafood shop and I order a paella. Mm. And Dude. guess who's fucking dishing up the paella, mate? Paella? Mikey fucking paella. Brennan. Mikey wow. fucking Brennan. Wow. Mate. Couldn't believe it. One way to turn a crust as a, uh, as a surfer, just get down the local markets and well, just I- get a cauldron of paella. Oh, it was paella. But I was wondering whether uh, those muscles, he, he just picks them out of his back and chucks them straight in the soup when he comes in. Mm, he's pretty waterlogged, old Mick. And pretty tasty, I'll tell you. Well done. Well played, Mikey. Wow. Good to see you, brother. Hey. Tim McDonald wants to know, Smivy, if Morgs goes on to take the title, what kind of shenanigans will go down in Newcastle? Oh, need I say more? Better than Lego. Better than Lego. Three words, Vaughn. Geggy. Been a while since we've heard from the gig. Geggy. Where did he move to? New Zealand or something? Zoland. Yeah, he did. I'm in lockdown in New Zealand with a family. Need some swelling and approved activities for the kids that will ensure their trajectory into corn rinsing core lords. And it looks like he has been scoring over there too on your gigs. Miss well you, played. mate. Miss you, brother. Uh, what do you suggest? What can kids do, Smith, to uh, you know keep in touch with their core lord roots or, mm. or to touch base with you know something that just something that speaks core lord while you're you know sitting on the lounge. 
Uh, I think uh, today's call lord is probably most easily accessed through their Instagram. Uh, and they're very busy on there, you, you Kobe Abedins, Jugheads. Uh, I mean, these are, you know, some of the deepest cone fiend chew pigs of all time. Uh, is, that, is that core enough for you, Vaughn? Who else you got? Core enough for me, mate. Core enough for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get in touch. It's, it fucking blows my mind, mate. Like, when I, when I think about how far away my surfing heroes were when I was a grown, growing up. So I grew up at New Brighton, as you know. It was a long beach in the, some, between Byron and the Gold Coast. Yeah, we had two pro surfers come out of our town, which was awesome. Jeremy Biles, the mm. great, mm. and uh, Matt Smith, who passed away. But yeah, mate, we just we, 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 we had no access to our heroes. I mean, surf videos, that was, that was all we had. Nowadays, you can actually send a DM to someone and nine times out of ten, they'll probably write back. Mm. Fucking mind-boggling. Get on there. Isn't it? Hit him up. It is. Uh, it's so true. Oh, such it's a good point. Yeah. Who could forget growing up at Bondi Beach there in the doldrums of the early noughties and late nineties when it was an absolute pro surfing wasteland populated by fucking terrible European kooks. But uh, you can never forget the day, you know, Yada Nickel rocks up at your shitty little rip bowl. Wow. What a, what a moment it was. <laughs> Sean Munro, whoa, 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 mm. wow. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Up here in the Northern Rivers, you can't go surfing without being surrounded by like eight pros. It's a very different atmosphere. Yeah, it's just, it just seems, is there more of them? There's a lot more of them, right? Mm. Like back in the day, the, the free surfing thing hadn't really kicked in. There was really just the QS, the tour. Like they were away for most of the year. You never got to, you never got to bathe in the glow, in the aura of the almighty pro surfer, you know. Coke riddled fucking alcoholic loser cunt that they were back then. God bless them though. They were my heroes still. Hey. Tanner Jones. Uh, Tanner Jones. Hughes. Uh, really simple one here, Smith. Is Morgs the sickest cunt there is? I want him to root my firstborn child, boy or girl. Mm. Maybe wait till they're uh, 18 before yes. we let that happen. That's I mean, unless you want to uh, end up in, embroiled in Pizzagate yeah, or on. Jeffrey Epstein's okay. Sex Island. But uh, is he the sickest cunt there is? Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, yes. Yes, I, I believe Cursor relinquished that mantle recently and Morgs has grabbed that tiara, that Campbelltown tiara, and he's wearing it proudly around the boondocks of West Newcastle. Uh, get back on protection, you mate. Nigel Abercrombie. Big Nigel Smith. Mm. Just I'll drop in here because uh, he looks like he lives on an island. Oh, he gets some waves. Look at this thing. Is that you, Nigel, on that blue stick pulling Jeez, in? Jeez Louise, that thing's a freight train. Ooh. Cone of mortal cone. Yeah, Does great. he have one, though? Is he Nigel Ab- Abercrombie? or Nigel Ab- Ab- Abercrombie, yeah. Does he have one? Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, what, else is, what else would he be driving? <laughs> <laughs> Sup, Lords? Would you get a couple of cones for us? Both land and sea. This New Zealand lockdown is causing havoc of untold proportions. We are stuck in our bubbles, forced to spread our legs, as told by the government officials. And deprived of the sweet cleanse of the corn rinse. I'm afraid my hygiene is slipping and I fear my family's health from uh, the stench of not being able to rinse it deeply. Wow. So is that part of New Zealand's cutting no edge? No showering. Mm. No corn rinsing whatsoever. Is that part of New Zealand's cutting edge kind of COVID treatment? It's spreading your legs, getting the toothbrush out and rinsing corn that way. Is that what, he, is that what well, he's saying? It's illegal over there. Look, look Nige, I've got, a, I've got a plan for you, mate. Get out in the yard, give the kids the most high-powered gurney you've got, mm. bend over, show them the balloon knot, and just get them to fire it, pinpoint right at the thing. That'll rinse you out in no time, mate. You'll be clean as a whistle. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you'll be able to eat off that fucking 
thing. Well, it's no better than time. nothing. Hey. Liam Thorns, baby. Has there been a bigger divide between the Wazzle and free surfing in history? Used to watch clips of all the CT guys and now no one gives a shit what they're up to outside of a comp rashy. Up the bin chicken turkeys. Mm. Mm. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because, yeah, surfers at the elite level of the world tour, they kind of disappear um, in a sense. Like You see so much of them surfing in a rashy, but it's, it's such a kind of uh, repetitive version of surfing it's a real shame not to see you know your idolos and medinas putting out edits the goat even when was the last edit the goat put out yeah man you're absolutely right and i think i think what's happened is gabby came out not too long ago and said that he doesn't want to show anyone he's surfing he just likes to blow their heads off when he turns up in a heat and Mm. there's there's definitely some wisdom to that and i think that there's been a bit of a flow-on effect uh, other than Italo, you don't really see guys in the uh, in the in the CT or or the women. I mean, the women are, are really way behind in terms of just you know getting their shit together and releasing free surfing clips. Mm. Uh, surfing, the fantastic Dan Scott movie being the exception. But yeah, I think I think there's two things here. Firstly, we need to. Uh, I think that it's a strategy move by most of the CT guys because they're definitely getting filmed, hundred percent. But uh, on the the women's side, I think I think the women owe it to uh, to women surfing and to surfing in general to release more clips. Come mm. on, I mean, you want to watch Steph Gilmore surf, don't you? Yeah, I could watch it if my hair was on fire. Mm. Pretty pissed week, if you ask me. This one's from Harrison Brown, mate, and then we'll uh, we'll start getting close to a wrap, I reckon. Harrison said, "What sort of war cry? Oh, this is a good question. What sort of war cry did the Vortex Shaman let out at his post heat?" Interview after the big win in Mexico. You caught this, didn't oh, you? Blew the mics out. Blew my eardrums out. My ears are still ringing. What? It was it was goatish. That's mm. what I thought was ominous. Mm. It was goatish. So- Look, let's listen to this. And now listen to uh, uh, an actual goat screaming. <coughs> hey? Mm. Huh? Jeez, it's a fucking virulent old goat. The Reminiscent of a goat, a, a banshee, a... Jeez, it was real expulsion of energy and emotion. Mm. Well, Harrison makes a good point here. He says, will this cry awaken the goat bird? UTFS, mm. keep up the unreal content, boys. No worries. Hazza. If there's anyone who can get behind a goat bird conspiracy, it's the Vortex Shaman Vaughan. Hey. Dog. Oh, Quick shout out to Leela Fraser, the 11-year-old super grom uh, over there at Toomey's. I don't know. What the fuck? It's probably a bigger way than I would want to go out there just getting... Mm. Pushed into it by our old man, I think. Air dropping down the face. Fucking, they breed them pretty wild in the West Vaughan. Yeah, they do. Uh, there's a couple of uh, little, do we just call all young rippers ladybirds now? Is that is that a fair call? Have Stab coined a new term or would you just call them little, little fucking weapons? Let's just call them that, eh? Mm. Little Aussie weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Leonie Zorik. She's uh, from up this way. She's been putting the some, some pretty sick efforts out at Lennox Point and uh, around the region. The mini sharkers, that's right. Uh, big Swillians fan. Her, her little, uh, what's her little brother's name? Yeah, I think it might be Atlas. Anyway, uh, he's been ripping. Oh mate, there's so many good young. There's 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 a there's a full wave of sort of eight to thirteen year old girls coming out of Australia that are gonna blow minds, man. I mean, we all know the uh, Aaron Brookses and the Sky Browns and and the Sierra Kerrs and and that generation that came out of those early stab high wave pull events, but there is a full-blown tsunami coming, Smivy. Get ready, mate. Mm. And it, it's it's going to change women surfing in this country too because it's all about busting fins and getting in the slab. 
Yeah, I'll be strapping the gaff and keeping my eyes peeled skyward for any little hyper-rotating chicks landing on my dome. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Ah! All right, let's wrap it on this one, Smithy, because this is a great question, mate. Nash Cunt, he says, boys, how should I propose to me GF of two weeks? Mm. <laughs> Might be rushing in a touch there, but... Uh, I mean, I love his passion. Yeah. He's going head, he's diving in head first. He's a man of of deep, deep passion, Nash. Might I suggest uh, some kind of fine dining experience um, where, you know, your wife to be rocks up at the venue and you're nowhere to be seen. But uh, little does she know, in the middle of the table, uh, there's kind of a hole that's been cut in the table and there's a, a big pearl. And that pearl opens up, and inside that pearl is your corn clenching a wedding ring. She just slips the finger in to the ring and your ring at the same time, and match is made. Absolute poetry, Smithy. Absolute poetry. Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? 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 You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. 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 You've got to be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me, right? You gotta be kidding me. What? You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me? Kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking 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 kidding me? You're not fucking kidding me. Are you fucking kidding me?